day. So every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past, but we damn sure can make a difference today. Welcome to episode 32 of Shop Talk. It's Jennifer. It's Carrie. And we're back with a recap of 409 uh, titled Breakdown, otherwise the mid-season finale. Um, it was intense and there's a lot to discuss, including that little breaking news at the end. So we'll just jump right into the news first. Yeah. Um, so they're, they released a promo for a January 2nd episode and they come back in the new year. It's um, titled Heartbeat. Um, the episode description they actually just released today. And it says, now that John Nolan knows about Bailey's past, he must decide if they still have a future. Meanwhile, when a plane crashes in the middle of the city, the team races to find out why. Um, So we have lots of uh, returning guest stars. Um, There's Oscar's returning. Uh, James is returning. Ashley is coming back. And uh, so is Jason, who we saw at the end of this episode, um, who's actually coincidentally played by Jenna Dewan's like IRL partner, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun to see. So he'll be coming back in that episode as well. I want to know why Oscar is coming back. Was he flying he the pain, plane? <laughs> who knows? Who oh knows my God. Can you imagine? Honestly, though. I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't either, especially with how many times he's like wanted to get out of prison and just like to go uh-huh. roam around the city. Yeah. So. <laughs> It'll be an interesting episode because like the promo <clears throat> showed Lucy being like, wait, you and Ashley broke up? Like, ooh, it's gonna be good. Yeah. January can get here. Like, let's At least get only three weeks. Christmas. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised that we got the promo for it. But I guess, like, by now they filmed the episode, like, where sometimes they don't always have it filmed um, when they take, like, a few week hiatus. But we even got the promos for, like, other shows that are coming back in January. So Mm -hmm. it's only three weeks. It'll fly by, especially with New Year's, Christmas, all the holidays. Like, it'll fly by. So, yeah, definitely. Um, and then after the episode last night, TV line dropped like a postmortem article, um, and we'll reshare it on Twitter, but we wanted to share some highlights from it. Um, and Alexi had said that there's going to be 22 episodes. They're working on episode 15 now, which I saw like an Instagram post from Robert Bella. And I think that they're just like prepping it. If not, they might've just like started some like filming of it um but yeah so that's cool and then um alexi had mentioned that they're gonna get into why bailey didn't tell john about her being married um and he said that the rookie is gonna tease a complicated history there okay cool let's let's do this um and then alexi also said that tim that he thinks that tim got closure with his dad he didn't want to wrap up the story with a bow um and the character had a traumatic childhood. So Alexi was interested in exploring the different experiences that Tim and Jenny had with their dad and how, with a bit of help from Lucy, the siblings relationship was put back together by the end of the episode. So, yeah. Do you want to cover the next bullet? Yeah. Um, 
Alexi likes that the intimacy that exists between Jen Bird is like special and like the fact that they're not actually romantically involved makes it more so because they're coming from a place of friendship and that like connection is there like in that way first so it's hopefully just going to like make the moment that they get together even better which will be nice for us as fans whenever that does happen Mm -hmm. hopefully Um, and then he also said that the look on Tim's face when they hugged at the end was vulnerable. Um, and Alexi said that they've earned that connection over time. So it only makes sense that he felt vulnerable and was able to like, you know, hug her and like get close to her. Um, and then people asked the TV line writer, like, what's ahead for Lucy? Um, and you know, like any more UC work and Alexi said that they're not going to dive into that, but they are going to lean into some personal journeys for her, uh, that he doesn't want to spoil. And so he said that there might be a love interest coming in the future for her too, to which I have to say, if it's not Tim, I don't want it. <laughs> We've went down this road. Can we just, we know how it plays out. We don't need it. I mean, that's true. Although, I mean, I know people on Twitter were saying about how, like, jealous Tim wouldn't be, like, the worst thing. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess, especially since, like, because prior to now, they both dated people that each other knew about. Or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Rachel was Lucy's... um, Friends, yeah. Friend. Um, Emmett was someone that Tim was friends with, like, sort of as well so Mm -hmm. i don't know but yeah if it's not eventually like tim as the end game for her then yeah no we're not i don't want to go down that road again yeah um alexi had also said where they're going with the donovan and nyla relationship that like they're hinting that it's always been super messy um and that her undercover past is still something she's struggling with. Um, and then he's obviously using it against her, like we had seen. Um, he had said that the fall finale, like what happened in that will be a running storyline for coming episodes. So that will be interesting to see. Even though it seemed like it was kind of done um, at the end of mm-hmm. last night's episode, it's definitely not. Like you could yeah. just see the fire in his eyes of like, this is not over so right well and i wonder how it'll like affect her relationship with james mm-hmm. and maybe like if that'll kind of play into why um rj's character is coming back yeah for the next episode i don't know though because i don't want anything like because Nyla's already been through so much i don't want anything more for her to like go wrong yeah um, and then Alexi had said that he would not, he would suggest not coming back from the break and like not expecting there to be consequences for Wesley's actions. So what I'm hearing is this man is going to be disbarred pretty much. I don't like that. I mean, I don't see them like just slapping him on the wrist and saying like, oh yeah, you're good to go now. I suppose. Yeah. I yeah, I don't I mean, know. yeah, because they've done such good work with, like, showing that there are consequences for mm-hmm. actions. Um, 
I mean, I suppose I would take Wesley's like being disbarred as opposed to him being like gone, gone. So yeah. Um, oh yeah, I would rather have that. But yeah, I just it was just such a, like it's such a good dynamic though. Of, like the Angela's like a cop and Wesley's mm-hmm. a lawyer. Or, like, oh. I mean, I'll take disbarred Wesley, like Dad Wesley, at home if we see him more in that green hoodie. <laughs> I mean, Fair. because or we if we see like physical suit. baby Jack, that would be nice. Yeah, because like we won't have Wesley in a suit. I mean, I guess he could still like wear a suit he's just like at home but i highly doubt that's gonna happen so wesley in a gray in a hoodie like and some jeans holding baby jack totally cool with that i'm here for that that's fair um and do you want to cover the next bullet uh yeah so tv line had also asked if like digital muzzle flashes were used in the food pantry shootout and yes according to Alexia it was all digital gunfire they used some squibs to simulate the bullet strikes and that's like a safe practical effect um they use airsoft weapons which when you pull the trigger something happens but there's like no actual like projectile that comes out and like post-production puts in the muzzle flash so that's how they get the effects that we see on screen. Um, oh, I didn't like finish. Wow. See, this is why I should really read the whole entire outline before we actually start recording. Cause I didn't actually know this, that like um, when Tim and Lucy got into the gunfight in the alley in the pilot episode, that was a practical weapon shooting, like, like mm-hmm. shooting blanks. Um, but over time, they've gotten more and more, like, away from that. I thought it was interesting that he shared that. Like, yeah. knowing all the stuff that came out about that, like, movie set shooting. I don't know. I mean, I think he was just giving an example for, like, how right. like how far it's come since then. Right. And, like, I mean, sh- like, the, like, having the weapons that, like, shoot blanks prior to the tragedy that happened on that movie set was a fairly or like was a herd of practice like in yeah. television and and whatnot yeah um it's just not now so yep yeah. um and then eric and Rosalind have uh a latest podcast episode today that dropped um the video preview of it was really funny I cracked up so much. Like, so I love funny. them. I think you had even, like, put it on your Instagram story and you were like, uh, if this is not Jennifer and I. I did because we will literally, we'll probably do it tonight, too. We will just sometimes just, like, sit and have to, like, look things up and then, like, one of us will have to, like, keep talking while we're doing that because we, yeah, like, think of something just in the moment and then we have to, like you know figure it out right then so i just related to that we don't do it as much though like that's true we don't but there are some like there are a few times that we've done that yeah but it's just i love it it just cracked me up so i just love how they were like kind of arguing and she was like no i'm busy can't happen busy yeah yeah relationship goals right there Mm -hmm. so good yeah so i think we should just 
get right into the episode because there was a lot to cover. So there really was. We had like five storylines going on at the same time. So mm-hmm. yeah, crazy. Definitely. But it was a good episode, so that's good. Yeah. Um. So are we starting with am I starting with Trentford? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're the reason that like we're all here. I think so. <laughs> is fair um so for them the episode starts off with jenny and tim and lucy they're all at um tom bradford's house like starting to demo it um tim mentions how nolan says an open floor plan will sell better so that's what they'll do and they'll like he's like ready to go and like take down the next wall that like right by them um but jenny gets off on a tangent and mentions how their mom used to make them pose for formal dance pictures in front of like the window um which then leads lucy to chime in and is like oh my gosh my mom did that too i always had to wear like a wrist corsage um and jenny was like oh my god those things were like the worst like what was up with that and just like i just enjoyed so much how they just are like talking as if like tim may as well not even be there oh yeah talking like like best friends yeah it it just it was so great um but tim does make his like presence known again because he's like okay we're like you know stop reminiscing like we just need to get this done um but lucy's kind of like but you know you guys are like closing this like chapter in your life you guys need some closure with it um I wish I knew more more about like tools so I could properly like actually know what the heck Tim was holding that like whatever tool he turned on yeah um said he couldn't hear Lucy and then he so eloquently asked or you know yells over the noise like what and Lucy repeats the you need closure thing and he obviously asks what again to which she responds and calls him an idiot and yeah it would appear that he kind of heard that because he like kind of did like a half eye roll like starting to do like an uh-huh. eye roll kind of thing so but course. the way that she like called him an idiot like oh my god such boyfriend girlfriend things yeah and just like that was like the most different is not like the proper like verbiage but just like that like melissa's voice just sounded like so different than it normally did yeah for lucy and it that. sounded like more flirty i guess yeah i mean it was just yeah just di- different than i'd ever heard it and but... not like i'm saying that as lucy sounded more flirty oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. like not melissa lucy i mean you get it like melissa no, yeah, yeah, yeah you get it i'm just thinking like trying to differentiate like melissa and lucy here and it was lucy that said it like that right so yeah right move on (laughs) okay i'm just getting in my own head about it so okay um so the next time it like cuts away from them they come back um they're still kind of looking like taking down the wall and stuff now um lucy's chatting away saying how lucky like jenny and tim are because when she was younger and she wanted uh you know like to have a sibling uh her parents got her a turtle instead (laughs) like i don't know why i can picture just like a little lucy chen and like a turtle that she would name like i don't know like 
just just it would just be cute like I'm just picturing all yeah. the like like younger versions of these characters and it's just like it's kind of fun to like hear about their childhoods yeah um and she was like it was cute but smelly and uh Jenny jokes that that sums up Tim's teenage years and he's like and to think I was so excited when they brought you home from the hospital (laughs) like that is just I don't know they just did like all of these like dynamics so well they did like between the like this trio of actors um and so and after tim says that jenny rolls her eyes and like lucy's smile though at jenny is like what sent me like she just fits so well like Mm -hmm. with the bradford siblings so um that like nice moment is kind of short-lived though because as tim is breaking down the wall uh this is where he finds the gun um and the serial numbers been filed off so they need to run ballistics on it uh it's their day off um but tim still wants to go and like run the gun and tells lucy to come on with him uh jenny's kind of like scoffed and she's just like i knew you'd find some excuse to leave um as tim's on his way out lucy's like she kind of has a point but tim is like a good sergeant doesn't create work for his officers even on his day off um while that's like a viable explanation sure like lucy kind of questions if it's at all because of the emotions that like the house is stirring up for him uh tim denies it and says like it's just a house and so it implies that he's fine but obviously we know that he is not fine no so um the guns bullets actually end up matching a 25 year old homicide it was the murder of frank ochoa um so tim was 14 when frank was murdered he like lived um like near like on the same street as them um and so i did math which i hate doing but i did it anyway and so that means that tim is 39 um oh that's good i never even thought that i never like put the two and two together yeah i (laughs) i double checked with my mom who's a math teacher so she made sure my math was correct um so if that's like you know like 25 years to the day you know like to the day or whatever then that would make tim 39 um so i'm gonna go with that's canon now yeah um so which we were right because the last episode we said he was like 37 to 40 or something so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah although if lucy is still is she still 28 or is she should we just assume that she's 29 of course 11 years is not that like no whatever i'm assuming that she's 29 now i need to know though how young is jenny like how much younger is she than tim yeah because i don't think they ever said that no i mean the actress like peyton list i think is like 35 or something so mm-hmm. maybe she's that old i don't know but yeah um lucy asks if tim like remembers anything from that night um tim mentions that like his mom took him to his football game like jenny tagged along too that just like got me like yeah why shows that bring up like other parents that like we haven't actually seen on screen 
yet just like well and then they kept mentioning her and I was like can we have an idea of where she is yeah or if she has like since they talk about her in like the past tense so much I'm like okay I like have this feeling that like she's gone I just but then I can also see her like Tim says that like he never told their mom about the affair but I can see her like finding out and just not telling the kids why she like divorced him or left him or something that's true she could have just like pulled a disappearing act to get away from him but I would think that Jenny would like be close to her though and be like oh yeah I talked to mom I don't know Mm -hmm. I don't know but I'm definitely getting the feeling that like she passed away at some point yeah um so apparently it looks like frank's murder was the result of a botched home invasion um tim's dad like absolutely despised frank um tom had an alibi though and um he was helping monica frank's wife with her taxes and tim's just like monica's not a solid alibi though because tim's dad was having an affair with her um and like jennifer had mentioned a little bit ago um like tim like tim's mom um at the time like didn't know and like but tim kind of suspected it right away um didn't tim see them like when he was 13 Mm -hmm. i'm like wait what did you see them doing yeah. Like, I wanted to know a little bit more in that scene, yeah, and then I was like, we're not going to get that, but, like... Saw them together, yeah. Yeah. Because um, that's a lot for a 13-year-old boy. Like, mm-hmm. I hope that he didn't see too much. Yeah. Um, and so, Lucy's kind of thinking aloud, and she's like, well, Frank discovered the affair, um, and then Tim, also thinking aloud, kind of finishes her sentence and is like, my dad would have had motive to kill him. And Lucy's kind of last question of that scene anyway is like, why did he hide it in the wall? Like, why not just dump the gun somewhere else? Um, and so it cuts away from them. We come back. Um, Lucy's like running after Tim, who has this like folder in his hands and like this determined look on his face. And he's just like, I'm going to go question Monica Ochoa. And Lucy's like, wait, you're going to? And Tim just kind of gave her a look of like, yeah <laughs> like he didn't really What's see a problem point? with it at first yeah um yeah. and she's like no no no, we got to do this right so he hands her the folder and tells her to go do it and i was just like excited to see lucy kind of be you know like, like detective. A detective yeah yeah it was fun um i liked well i shouldn't say i liked but i did how he was like you do it then and like kind of shoved the folder at her i was like ooh. Like, pissed off boyfriend right there. Yeah. Well, I think just because, like, he, like, he knows that, like, she was right. He just doesn't. Yeah. You know, he's just, like, well, I still wanted to do it myself, but whatever. Yeah. Um, But he's still, he gets, he's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm standing, like, behind the. uh, Behind the glass. He's in the viewing room. Yeah. Um, While Lucy's doing the interrogation. So. Lucy asks Monica um, what she remembers from that night. And she was across the street at the Bradfords. Um, Tom was a CPA and was helping with her taxes. 
when she got like back to her house the door was open the place was a mess and she found frank in the kitchen and he was dead uh lucy asked if she was close with the bradfords monica said yeah they were like social and you know like their neighbors um lucy asked if the rest of the bradford family was there monica said no the kids were with their mom at like a basketball game or something which i kind of thought was just like interesting like i know like sports are sports like not everyone whatever like would remember that it's like a football game versus a basketball game but like i just didn't know if that was like she was trying to just like throw them off or if that yeah. was just a literal like supposed because to, to be me, forgetting to me they are very different yeah like a volleyball game basketball game okay you're probably you're most likely in the same like you know Right. they happen like different seasons whereas like different football yeah different season uniform. totally different fields like it is true yeah okay yeah. yeah um so i don't know that's just like me being like but as I you mean, said earlier like in my own head about it but i mean like i could totally see tim as a basketball player too he probably Fair. did like a sport each season like basketball in the that. fall basketball in the <laughs> winter and then like baseball in the spring oh well yeah definitely i, I can totally see that. see that for sure he definitely he did those three sports growing up like i don't <laughs> think he was a soccer guy yeah i can't really see it yeah i definitely see him as like a baseball player though mm-hmm. yeah um so lucy asked if like being like alone with tom was like a regular occurrence and she asked if Tom left it all during, like, their evening together. Um, Monica kind of sees a little bit, like, through what she's trying to do. And she's just, like, I think we're done here. Like, I don't want to answer any more questions. Um, she decides to leave. When she exits the interrogation room, she sees Tim outside. And he, like, confronts her again and asks if his dad left at any point. She denies it and, like, storms off and says she's done. Um tim doesn't stop there though he like this is what prompts him to go actually see his dad um to confront him about frank and monica tim tells tom oh my gosh that's like a tongue twister if i, I know times. why i mean i applaud the writers for making it like you know like tom and then like tim but just right like, like tim like or tom Tom wanted like uh someone kind of named after him or something. I don't know. Yeah, kind of like I can appreciate it, but also it's gonna trip me up so much. But like so also, I... I mean, look at the writers naming Jackson West and then Wesley Evers. Hmm. So we had Wokes and Wesley. Like obviously, yeah. you know, I mean, they didn't know that they were gonna like put them together, yeah. but uh-huh. like Wesley came in after the fact. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just I noticed that a few times like Lila and Nyla like I don't know it just yeah yeah Yeah. so I apologize in advance if I hopefully I will not because I like double checked this part of the outline so to go back and like rewatch scenes okay anyway so um wow and I just lost my place that's terrible okay nope I got it got it we're good um so Tim had told his dad that he like saw them together like Tom and Monica together and says that he lied to his mom for like for Tom um and I'm just like oh poor little Tim Tim what are you bitching about you did like 
you did what you were supposed to do like you did good um tim tim that's like not a nickname i would have expected no but i wonder if that was just like what his dad called him but i can also see jenny calling him that when he was like annoying or when she like really wanted to annoy him probably yeah i can i can see it i don't know what other nickname i would have thought for tim besides like timmy or timothy yeah well i don't know why but like hearing like tim tim made me think of tim tams like that like candy or whatever oh yeah and like so that's like all i could think about even though it's like not totally unrelated i thought it was interesting how okay (laughs) tim is like a 40 year old fam pretty much his dad is like (laughs) on his deathbed yeah who abused him Mm-hmm. and it's just like let me just call him tim tim like a nickname that i used when he was like seven like yeah well the thing is like i don't know if it was supposed to be like in a like in a harm like in a, a mean way well no that's what i think like his intention was was yeah. to be like mean with it even though it might maybe the nickname didn't start out that way i don't know um but yeah so he like but tim kind of doesn't like directly respond to that he confronts tom about the gun and tells him that he found it in the wall and like knows that tom killed frank um he just wants to know why his dad did it like did he want monica all to himself ruining one family just wasn't enough for him um oh the like next exchange like gave me chills i like rewatched it and i was still just like i like had actual goosebumps it was kind of nuts yeah um and he was like so what if i did what are you gonna do about it and he like takes off the tom i mean takes off the oxygen mask like gets up out of bed as he's saying this and him just like get back in bed and tom like now that we know more of like who he is the next line didn't surprise me yeah it was just like make me and like he just knew like i was literally on the edge of my seat for that because yeah. I was like, Tim's not going to do anything. But then no. I was like, what is he? Because I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, I feel like he like he really wanted to. And maybe, you know, at like another point in time, maybe he would have. Or maybe they oh, had yeah. come to blows before. Like, we don't oh, know. Yeah. Um, if, you know, if, you know, if Tim ever like fought back, like you know against his dad um well and you could kind of see it in tim's face of like he wanted to go there but he was like i can't like yeah my dad is on his deathbed yeah because he has a conscience and tim's a good person and like Mm -hmm. yeah um but tom just like admits it and like says that tim was right he killed frank but he had it coming like and he's just like screw frank screw you like go ahead and put the cuffs on me um and just like the whole like he's just like goading tim so much and it's just like mm-hmm. put the cuffs on me drag me off my deathbed like a big man like and he's just like trying to get under tim's skin so much i kind um, of figured though the way that he was like like uh confessing to it and stuff i was like he didn't do it because see, he didn't like, confess like that i mean i thought he like i was had me convinced that he like did because like the music always gets me yeah it got me and i was just like jaw dropped i mean my jaw was like 
dropped anyway which is like how intense the scene was but then i was like nope that's enough for me like yeah I, I and mean, then he also could have believe it but he also could have confessed like that because he was like it doesn't matter like i'm dying anyway so yeah um but it was pretty convincing like i didn't want it to be but it was like i appreciated their effort in like putting that extra layer mm-hmm. in to the storyline um but Tim doesn't end up actually like doing anything. He says this isn't over, and he leaves in frustration. Um, so and Tim, but Tim's like convinced because um, the next time we see him, he's typing up the report since his dad confessed, quote unquote, to killing Frank. Um, he asks Lucy to call the DA, but Lucy's like, no, like wait a second, um, because while he was gone, she brought Monica back in for more questioning because something about her story didn't add up for Lucy. Mm-hmm. And she, like, ever so, like, gently explains to Tim that, like, he couldn't see past the version that he wanted to see of, like, yeah. how the story was going. And um, that prompts, this is another one of the scenes that, now that I'm saying it, was, like, a little bit choppier. Like, they cut yeah. off because Tim was like, okay, well, like, what happened? And then it cut to Tim visiting his dad again. Um anyway so we see tim go back um he actually pours his dad an actual drink which i thought and he was like and tom was like well what is this and tim's just like call it a push like and he said it so like casually yeah um which i suppose i should have mentioned earlier that like tom attempted to make a joke about the apple juice that was like sitting by Mm -hmm. the table being like a drink um yeah but um so dad takes a drink um tim like knows that he didn't kill frank though not like monica confessed um frank was beating her so she shot him and she was terrified and ran to tom who concocted the whole burglary burglary story he helped her stage the house and like hid the gun obviously which they found in the wall um tom said that frank was a brutal abusive bastard and that monica deserved a medal for what she did and tim was like he was an abusive bastard implying that tom's just the same Mm um and tom seemed like i hesitate to say genuine because nothing about that man is like genuine or sincere um in a positive connotation anyway um but he did seem kind of surprised by that he's like you think i'm just like him and he doesn't he doesn't think that because tom seems to think that like since he taught tim what he needed to know and like thinks that tim's a man because of that and i will not do it justice because eric deserves a freaking emmy award or whatever else they hand out for tv um for this like one line or a couple lines Mm -hmm. rather alone but anyway tim was like no i'm who i am in spite of you and um his last well i don't know if we're going to see more of tim's dad in the future i wouldn't think so given how like like quality yeah of this scene but he said goodbye dad i hope it hurts Oh. And so that was 
that was like the end of that specific scene um but it immediately goes to like it follows the camera pans follows Tim out and he leaves um but Lucy's there waiting for him and uh she was asking you know like how did it go is everything okay um Tim's not exactly okay because he kind of is just thinking aloud and he's like, well, Tom didn't, you know, like protect us as kids, but he like broke a half a dozen laws for Monica, who was his mistress. Um, Lucy told him that Monica's being processed, but Lucy doesn't think that they'll prosecute Tom on his deathbed. And Tim says it doesn't matter because he'll be judged soon enough anyway. And again, I will not do the lines as good as Melissa and Eric uh, delivered them, but um, this is where we saw Tim get, like, teary-eyed and was like, the Tim tests, those don't make me like him. And you could see, like, the hurt kind of washed over Lucy's face as she, like, kind of remembers. Yeah. Um, the moment. I'm assuming they, like, wrote that obviously not like right away after like they filmed the previous episode but maybe alluding back to that probably i mean they probably had the episodes both written before they like filmed the yeah i would assume so and just like did the parallel yeah um because lucy reassures him and is like i know i know you're nothing like him and tells him to come here this is where their second hug happens um and lucy initiated it yeah we saw like an actual hug like they both embraced each other mm-hmm. and also like tim had to like lean down so yeah, much their height difference like killed me i was having a moment same because i did like oh my God. like when they were in the district or like walking through the halls together and then like the hug i was like oh my god their height difference is so mm-hmm. good yeah um but like and she whispers again though that like you're nothing like him and like you could hear it on like the camera like just the like sigh Mm -hmm. probably like relief and just like tim letting all these like emotions just kind of come out because like he was doing so well at like holding it together not that he needed to he could have like broken down in front of his dad but i feel like he wanted to like face it and be like a stronger person in that moment but then just like lucy not like knowing him she like she knew what he needed to hear yeah like that's what kind of like helped him be like okay it's okay if i yeah emotional oh there's just so many things like there's so many things like i loved how they just like embrace each other like yeah it was obvious that he felt safe in her arms mm-hmm. and she felt safe in his mm-hmm. in both of the hugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, ah, uh, and the way that like, I'm thinking back to the first Shenford hug, like how he had his hand in her hair, like this one, he had his hand on her back, like shoulder, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it was just so yeah. good. Well, and it just, like, I mean, there's so many things, like, you know, it paralleled 401, that was the, the like, first technical hug, like, traditionally, when you think of a hug, but obviously the two Yeah, you hurt me with that parallel on I'm Twitter sorry. today. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was unnecessary. I know. Um, 
because they technically had the 211 hug um and it's just like in their most like vulnerable moments that's like when they take comfort in each other and just like I don't like it I don't know because like I said just like last week where I went into a little bit of like the you know psychology and like trauma things there's so many things like there's so many different ways to be like intimate with a person and so it's just like it could have been like some other gesture like it could have been like a hand hold or like a mm-hmm. you know like shoulder graze like I don't know just like something but just the fact that it's like a hug like and that works for them yeah it's not like overtly intimate but it's still like close in nature and I feel like right Chenford's grown to that stage in their relationship so I feel like it it works for them yeah yeah and just like Oh my god. She's so pure. And yeah. once again, I know that I said it when 401 aired, but I just know that their hugs are magical. Like yeah. and I wish that I could like I don't know. Just yeah, experience it more. Like please more <laughs> Chunford hugs. Yeah. And I just like I don't know cuz like Tim like leaned his face like down on her shoulder some and Ugh. just like it was so easy for him to just like to go, like you know, melt like, into it yeah even like you know despite their like height difference yeah. and stuff um i just love it yeah but it just like oh it was also good. the parallels that i saw on my personal twitter for chenford and then another chef i was like really this hurts also but like also me. I never I never lose like I always stay winning with my chefs and Mm -hmm. they always have like big moments like the same week apparently yeah like this season they have and I'm just like wow okay I like Mm -hmm. to see it 401 and 901 was like you know big moments and now 909 and 409 are big moments so Uh really thriving here yeah (laughs) Yeah, but I just, oh my gosh, like I said, there are so many things, and I'm sure I could keep talking about it, but I don't really have anything else, because it was just so good, and it just, like, yeah, just, like, Tim being vulnerable, and then, like, Lucy being, like, the one to kind of be, like, you know, because everyone calls Tim, like, the fierce protector for, like, Lucy, mm-hmm. but, like, in that moment, she was that for him, like, she was the anchor for him. Yeah. And I oh my god like really cool oh i love it i love it so yeah um so the end scene actually happens for like tim and jenny um tim offers to help jenny finish cleaning up like the debris from like the demo of the house um this is when he apologizes for not being around to help more with it and then he also is like i haven't been the best big brother um but that's going to change. And he says he's going to visit on holidays. He's going to call, I think he said twice a day. Yeah. Um, and he's going to like. Maybe, no, twice a week. Twice, twice a, week. a week. Okay. I was like, twice a day is like. I'm like a little much. Okay. That makes more sense. I wouldn't even my have bad. like new stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah. My bad. Okay. Twice a week. That sounds more manageable. Um, and then he was like, well, I'm just going to handle fixing up the place and selling it. Um, but Jenny says that like they'll fix and sell the place together so they can both be done with it so it's like not falling all on tim's shoulders um 
the last thing she asked him that was like what happened to the gun from earlier mm-hmm. and like tim just looks around like his eyes are darting everywhere and he doesn't actually say anything but i'm sure he's thinking like what what gun no yeah what like no we're good <laughs> i read it as like it's better off that you don't know like yeah. i'm trying to be your big brother and like protect you here right so going back to the nursing home i want to know like if tim asked to lucy to go with him or if she just like followed him there or what because she was like waiting right outside the room she had to have went with him and then he was just like wait here i would that's what i'm thinking i also forgot to mention i don't understand how like Tom Bradford must have been like one of these people that can like seem really charming if like all the nurses liked him and like ever you know no one else had a problem with him. Yeah, and like he was having an affair and stuff. I mean, yeah, he had to. To me, like if he was an accountant, like he was a good guy, like on the outside and like out in the community. And then it was just when you got him behind closed doors, it just wasn't good. Mm-hmm. that or he just had a like a low patience yeah. like level for his kids like mm-hmm. because who knows how he was with his wife yeah you know he could have been good to her and then maybe just treated the kids horribly like yeah. we don't we don't know i mean i don't know i could kind of see him like having like a low patience threshold with his kids or something yeah maybe I more think... so with tim than jenny yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah yeah the anger definitely manifests itself in different ways and just like yeah there's so much Bradford backstory and uh, like I want all of it please just keep giving it to me that's like all I really cared about last night like I loved the Wesley stuff but I was like I'm here for the Chenford and the Bradford backstory yeah well because the promo like led me to believe I mean, I obviously I knew from the promo pictures, but I didn't think we were gonna get like so many Chenford scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought we'd maybe get like half of the ones that we got. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad that like I'm glad it didn't end. Even though I can understand how Lucy is like, they needed closure like closure doesn't necessarily mean forgiveness and like I have to remind myself of that because I was almost gonna say well they didn't actually get closure but like I said closure doesn't actually mean forgiveness it doesn't have to mean acceptance either it's like it's a subjective thing and so I feel like the I think we had mentioned it earlier with like Alexi how he had said that like it brings the siblings closer together and like that's their family yeah you know because like um because even in the end scene for like tim and jenny he was like well you should just like you know go home to your family and she was like well you're my family too like so i Mm -hmm. feel like they like those two sticking closer together is like the whole kind of like silver lining yeah in this scenario yeah and so yeah because um tom i don't see how i yeah i could not see any way that he could ever have like had a redemption arc or have been a redeemable uh character when he was such a deplorable 
quite well i'm like knowing his background history yeah um what i'm curious to know is will we get a scene when he does pass away of tim telling lucy or like Mm -hmm. maybe tim's in a bad mood and lucy's like what's going on and so he tells her Mm -hmm. i don't know but i would kind of be here for it yeah james raymar did a uh fantastic like scary good job at portraying that character so he did yeah um yeah so it was all the chunford backstory stuff (laughs) so now we have the wesley and elisha thing and wow this is a crazy story it it seems like it kind of like ended but then I don't know it kind of did and then there was parts of it where I was like I could still see where it goes so yeah um but Gray is giving Nyla John Angela and like other officers the rundown on Elijah and Wesley's situation uh we find out that multiple agencies have tried to get listening devices in his base of operation and every attempt has every attempt has failed which like we find out later like obviously it did because elijah is like really smart um and like gray's like but other agencies didn't already have someone on already on the inside which is wesley so now was like as elijah's lawyer wesley is ideally suited um to place a listening device in the main office so everyone's supposed to familiarize themselves with the briefing materials uh, and be ready to roll out so nyla hands wesley the bug that he's planting and she asks him if he's read the list of suggested locations and he's like i did but i probably won't have time to unscrew an electrical socket so she suggests placing it like because he's gonna have limited time most likely placing it somewhere high or someplace low um and then Angela's like just do it safely though like that's all that matters and so Nyla just like reassures everyone that if he doesn't get it planted today like that's fine they can always try again when he meets with Elijah the next time um but I think great I think Wesley realizes like no I need to get this planted today like in any way that I can um just to kind of like end all this so Gray then pulls Wesley away uh, when Metro, who is another unit, says they want to go over a few things. So after Wesley walks away, Angela's like, I know that cops aren't supposed to make promises, but can you promise me that you'll keep Elijah safe? And Nyla just nods. And like her facial expression made me think of like anytime that she's went undercover, I feel like she said that to her team that she's been working with like keep me safe i want to go home at the end of this you know like see my daughter all of that um and john of course is just like yeah we'll you know we'll do everything that we can so then the next time we see them they're outside of elijah's office like all in their different vehicles so nyla and john are partnered up and then gray and angela are partnered up um and Wesley's going in and he hands over his phone and gets searched. And we see Elijah's very big and fancy office with the Christmas tree all lit and decorated. Um, again, I just like, I love the subtle Christmas decorations that 
like the set deck teams have worked on not just on this show but like on other shows too like yeah it's not like it's screaming christmas no Um, well and i think like everyone was like oh that was a christmas episode i was like well were you expecting like smitty as santa claus or something like that wasn't gonna happen like they had a lot of things to get in this episode i mean it could have (laughs) happened like i would have been okay with it but I also, yeah, I mean, like, even some other shows that I've watched, like, they don't, it's not like it's holiday, like, thrown right into your face. Mm-hmm. Like, they bring it up a little bit, but it's not like the entire episode is holiday related. Right. So, um, yeah, so then Elijah is hoping Wesley has a plan for getting Reyes out of trouble. And R- Wesley's just, like, he's offering to get the w- witness testimony thrown out. But, like, the surveillance video is another problem. So Wesley starts like looking around and Elijah is obviously suspicious then. Um, and Wesley reiterates that the video is a big problem again, but then the bigger problem is that his guys don't know how to get arrested. Um, and so we cut back to Gray reassuring that Wesley is reassuring Angela that Wesley is doing great. Um, and so then Wesley says that resisting arrest is actually making his life harder. And Elijah's just like, what part of our arrangement is about making your life easier? Um, and so then Wesley's like, can I give you a piece of unsolicited advice? Fire Reyes as soon as possible. And apparently Reyes bragged about the assault to the arresting, like that he inflicted upon the arresting officer to an inmate in lockup who was, who ended up being an informant. So yeah. he got himself into more trouble. Um, which I feel like I would do not so much like brag about it, but like talk about something and not realize that the other guy in there is like undercover. Oh, see, I wouldn't want anyone to know. Of course, who am I kidding? Neither of us will ever <laughs> be in that specific no, situation. No. Like, I'm just not the kind of person to like talk about anything. I don't think I would like talk explicitly about it, but I would probably say something that would just like incriminate me more and not even think about it because like, I would think that the other guy in there was like a criminal or something like yeah. I don't know um it's just, it's kind of funny because oh I was gonna say on this show we've seen it before but no we haven't I'm thinking of a different one like you know there was a criminal in lockup and they were just like talking you know and then there was a cop on their cover I think it was an SVU episode oh well I mean we saw it in as soon as you said that though um I think it was a season one episode, maybe when Nolan was like oh, yeah. person in lockup, and then he just like fuck, he's like laying down on the like fucking That's bench, right. right? And then he just like gets up, just like rise from the dead, like hello, and then he's like, "That's Did you right." Get that? And then like Lucy unlocks the gate or whatever, and she's like, "Yep, got it." And he's like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> That's right. Why do I feel like that was a cold open or something? It probably. I think it was i think that's right if anyone knows the specific episode do let us know because it's escaping me right now but i oddly but remember that i i do remember that yeah that's right okay it did happen on svu too i think that's where i was thinking oh, more true. so of it Probably. because i believe it was finn that was undercover oh that yeah it seems like something he would yeah do um but yeah so then elijah wants reyes brought back in and given a refresher course on keeping his mouth shut i mean that wouldn't go very well but okay um so then elijah's hearing rumors about a threat on the horizon and questions if angela has heard anything um 
and Wesley's just like I don't know if she has or not um and like of course everyone is listening to the wire that Wesley is wearing um and you know so everyone's like on high alert and Wesley's already given one signal um and so Nyla tells everyone to initiate the blind eye which is the sirens coming and an arrest happening by the metro team um so you know like Elijah and his right-handed guy go over to the window and they're like that's not one of our guys that's getting arrested so we're good um and at this point Wesley's like it's time to plant the bug and so he puts it under the rug and I literally wrote it in the outline of Wesley plants the bug under the rug (laughs) I said run the gun earlier so I mean (laughs) you know we're good um so then Wesley has like used his second signal at that point like to get Elijah and his right hand guy like away from the window and the second signal is everything's okay guys which means he planted the bug so Angela's like thank god he did it now get out of there um but then like the next clip that we see of her she's like but he's walking out so soon so I was like wait what she wanted him to leave but then when he's like okay well i'm just gonna go now she's like wait he's leaving now that's why i, I think just didn't quite like, get it i think she just like wanted him like he was like okay like so soon like okay this is like a good thing even though he might not like yeah they might not be suspicious or they might be suspicious of it but like he's like meant to get himself out of there yeah maybe i don't know i don't know it but then, back, there was a lot of back and forth in this scene yeah um so then like he's walking out and wesley's like yeah i'll keep you up to date on reyes um or he's trying to walk out so elisha's right hand man goes to use the walkie-talkie to like let everyone know that he's like coming out with the lawyer as he calls him um but there's static over it um and so the bug that wesley planted could have caused like interference with the two-way radio and angela's like we didn't know that they used walkie-talkies in there like before we started all this so nyla says that all units should be ready to breach on her go and i mean at this point i just getting really suspicious i mean i would too honestly if everything was fine before um and so then he says that when the sirens went off wesley didn't even jump and it's almost like he knew that they were coming um i mean that or like he's not a criminal like anytime he hears sirens he's not gonna be like oh my god what did i do now yeah like of course i noticed he did not look at least the camera didn't he didn't look stay on wesley's face for him to look so yeah Um. so then this is where it gets like like at this point i was on the edge of my seat i was like getting closer i was like not breathing i was just like oh gosh Oh well, as it got as it went on, I was like, "Oh crap, what's happening?" Like, okay, so then, you know, it's so he starts like pointing the walkie-talkie around, like trying to find out where the static is to where it's at. He uncovers the bug, and Angela's like, "We're going in," um, but Gray's like, "Nope, nope." He's and Elijah's too smart to hurt Wesley when he knows that they're listening, and then the heartbeat music starts to play. I don't you know what it's not even music it's just like sounds but i call it music because i'm like well what other audio is it gonna be so um then elisha starts to talk into the bug and asks 
if it's the FBI, DEA, but of course it's the LAPD. And he guesses that Angela is out there listening. He says that she knows he wouldn't say anything incriminating in front of Wesley. So she turned him into a Trojan horse to leave the bug behind. Um, and her little game almost worked, and his fa- but his favorite game is I Spy. So he points out the pest control van, and he's like, I don't think you'd be in there to Miami Vice. He sees a mail truck, and he's like, you could be in there, but it has to stay on the move to not be suspicious. And then he sees a minivan and starts waving at it, which has John and Nyla in it. So, but like he starts waving at it. I'm like, okay, this is like getting really creepy now. So yeah, then, because like they had put the care, put the cameras, um, showed the three like surveillance, um, like cameras they were surveying them with from the minivan yeah. at the time. And so I think he maybe thought that like he could actually like be seen, maybe, or just that yeah. if they were listening so intently, maybe they were somehow watching him that intently too yeah i don't know so then like emphasize his point so then like he wants to know if he's won the game or if she won the game um and he's like of course you know or no he wants to know if he won the game and he's like of course i did because i always win and play by the rules and so he's like i'm gonna report wesley to the california state bar He's going to have his law license revoked for betraying the trust of a client. And then this is when Gray comes in. And I was like, okay, I can breathe now. And he's like, Wesley, come on, man. Okay. One, I love Hank. Or, oh my God, no. I was going to say the totally wrong name. Okay. One, I love Sergeant Gray. Like, can all bosses and police surgeons please be like him? Like, please. He sticks up for his team like i'm looking at you hank boy you can't relate like come on nope uh the way that grave is just like come on wesley like let's go yeah i just love it and i love wasn't it only gray that had one in there like it wasn't john and nyla and it wasn't angela yeah it was just gray at least that we saw oh i love him so then elijah's like yeah i just fired him and gray says nope you're listening to me you lay a hand on him or his family and it'll be the last thing you do as a free man Ooh, okay i see you gray yeah so then elijah's just like i don't need to touch him because he just screwed himself okay again not ominous at all no i also didn't like that elijah like called angela angie yeah i was like like, no no not a fan. So then Gray and Angela reassure Wesley that like he did good later on in the episode and that the radio interference wasn't his fault. And he's like, but it doesn't make me any less scared. So he asks what's next. And you know, Gray says that they'll regroup and hit it in the morning. And I loved this line from Gray. He was like, go home and cuddle Jack. Can we see it? Can we see them holding baby jack and not in a baby carrier please like no (laughs) no and so then angela's like and install the varda system and get to know our security detail so wesley asks what varda is and apparently it's only the most intrusive and creepy security system ever invented 
Okay. So that's cool. Um, and there are two officers that are going to be standing guard on rotation for the next 72 hours at Casa de Lopez uh, with motion sensors in the front yard and an alarm system that will bypass 911 and send a red alert to every cop in the area if anything ever happens. So basically, there's no way that Elijah's making it through that door. I mean, yeah, because he knows where they live. Like, he's bugged the baby monitor. Mm-hmm. So yeah that's fun i i mean i would be like you know what can we stay in a safe house or something like i wouldn't even want to take the risk of being there yeah but then wesley is questioning how long they have to live like this and angela is just like all that matters is that our family is safe and wesley's like yeah i'll probably lose my law license but on the bright side more time with jack um and again, like, I don't want him to lose his law license, but, like, um, I would like to see some quality time with Jack. Like, I'm just saying. So then Angela, like, picks up her briefcase and she's like, yeah, I'm going back to work. Like, I'm not letting this criminal beat us. And so then, Ange- like, later on in the episode, Angela finds out how Elijah is smuggling drugs into the country. Um, and she was like replaying his tapes from or replaying the tapes from Elijah's office when something stuck out she said that one of his guys Reyes was making a run to the food bank um but you know it doesn't seem like Elijah's selfless type so they dug into his finances and found out that he's been making large donations of canned goods from a factory in Mexico and so then they're like well the cans are sealed and the dogs can't smell the drugs at the border so Elijah has this food bank that imports the cans and then his crew distributes them throughout the Southland. Um, and so it's a theory, but it's enough to get a warrant. So, and then, you know, they say Elijah's no one's fool. He knows that they heard him reference the food bank. So he's probably clearing out the place now. Um, and, you know, like they prepare to raid the food bank or at least get the behind the scenes part um of it like you know busted but they get to the warehouse and a shootout happens um elijah's right hand man is the only one standing at the end of it um and he he's like i'm not saying anything the lapd has enough though to put him and elijah away for a long time now it's just a matter of getting elijah so they got a like later on in the episode they got a warrant and they're moving on elijah but as they're driving there, they hear that there was a 911 call to the address with shots fired. So they get there and there's no gunfire, but there's evidence of it. So they don't wait for SWAT to go in, um, but they do see bodies on the floor. So they start like clearing the building. Still no Elijah anywhere to be found um, until there's movement in a supply cabinet and it's Elijah coming out of it. So that's an interesting twist. Um, and you know like they go back to the district they're viewing the security cam footage of the shootout that occurred before they got there and it's abril um who is lafiera's top sicario she came to la to get revenge on elijah for giving them the intel that led to angela's rescue and lafiera's death um but it turns out that she wasn't just here for retribution um, because her Sicarios hit three competing gangs 
at the same time that she cut down Elijah's crew. So ultimately they took back all of their lost territory. Um, and Gray's like, you know, a bolo is out for a brill and the FBI and DEA are launching a joint task force. So the LAPD doesn't need to get involved. Um, but heightened security precautions will still be in place for the Lopez's until a brill is caught. So at least there's that. Um, and then at the end of the episode, Wesley and Angela are talking. This is where we get Wesley in the green hoodie, and I wish we got more of it. Um, but, you know, they're talking, and she says that if a bro wants her dead, she doubts that the alarm system is going to stop her. So, you know, I mean, a killed eight armed men by herself. So, you know, what's going to stop her from entering their house? Yeah. And then the phone rings, and it's a braille, Um, And Angela puts the phone on speaker. And she says that she just crossed the border um, and she'll be on a plane back to Guatemala in no time. And then she asks how the baby's doing. And Angela's like, yeah, no, I'm not answering that. And Abril says that unlike Lafira, she kills only when it's strategically adventurous. Um, advantageous? Some, yeah. Um, advantageous. Yeah. But... <laughs> By killing a police detective and her family because it's bad business is is because it's bad business. Um, and it will stay that way unless Angela and the team come after her in Guatemala. But Angela's like, yeah, I'm good. So it's goodbye, bro. Which wraps up the storyline. But I feel like sort of. Elijah's still going to come around. Yeah. When it like... So. It's not funny, but just, like, it's interesting how, like, Angelo's, like, well, it doesn't really matter what we do, because if a bro wants to, like, get into this house, then, like, she will, but yet, when it was just Elijah they were worried about, they were, like, okay, the alarm system's gonna stop him, there's no way he's getting through that door, so it's just, like, yeah, because, like, I remember last season, they, like, underestimated Lafiera, you know, and, like, how, yeah, how much of a reach she had, and so it's just, like, I feel like, hopefully they won't underestimate abril and i don't think that they did this time and so hopefully maybe she's not gonna come back around i don't know Mm -hmm. i just thought it was definitely like a twist because like they showed like the quick little flashbacks of guatemala and i was just like not having it i was like "Uh uh-uh i don't need this trauma again yep it's too much i don't i don't need the stress no no so yeah that wraps it up for the wesley elijah angela stuff i mean a bonus points we got wesley or we got angela and gray working together Mm so yeah and angela and another blazer and her hair down Mm -hmm. so we love to see it the bright side of things Mm -hmm. yeah um so next we have nolan and bailey um they actually like started the episode off with like the sneak peek that we had seen a little bit of on saturday i think so they put it out um the episode begins with like john and lucy are arresting a jewelry thief and john's looking at the leftover ring that he um had seen in the store and he's thinking of proposing lucy's like oh my god you're gonna propose like and she's never seen him uh like happier than he is like with bailey 
Um, and so he's thinking about it. He just doesn't know like what kind of ring Bailey would like. And even the criminals, like no one wears emerald cut anymore. There's a reason I left that behind as in like, don't choose that one. Yeah. Um, I tweeted it. I'm pretty sure I like put it on like my personal and the shop talk Twitter that I was just like, it's very on brand for Nolan to be like receiving uh, engagement advice from like his ex. And then it also like the criminal gives us two cents too. Like it just cracks me up. Yeah. Um, it and- cracked me up when Lucy was like, I've never seen you happier. And I'm like, but you dated him. I still am going with it. She was a little bit more into him than he was into her, but yeah. Moving on (laughs) from them. Um, They both are obviously like in way different places. I'm just glad they can still just like be friends and like be normal and like be how they should have been like all along. And it's not awkward for them. So at least not anymore. So it's nice. Um, Lucy asked if like Henry was excited when John when John told him about it. Uh, that's when John realizes that Henry and Bailey haven't actually met yet. So obviously he needs to do that before like taking this like next step with Bailey. Um, Lucy's like, "Oh, well, I can hook you up with a photographer," and John's like, "A photographer for an engagement," and then whatever i don't even know i just keep calling him the criminal because i don't even know if he had a name in the i don't scene. think he did um but the other guy was like oh well, i can hook you up with a choreographer that did um my uh engagement or proposal um and john just kind of looks overwhelmed and is like i was just thinking of going to a nice restaurant and asking uh-huh. And Lucy kind of like gave it not a look of like that's not a good idea, but like in her own like Lucy way, she was kind of like, uh huh, like okay, we can workshop it though, okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm glad my uh unfortunate manifestation did not come true from last episode, so yeah. then <laughs> Jennifer didn't have to get upset at me. Well, because I'm just saying workshopping still implies that you're, like, doing something later with it. But that's okay. Um, I just love how no one was like, wait, I have to do something big. Like, the last time he proposed to someone, well, one, he was in college. So he probably didn't have a whole lot of money. But, like, it was also, like, 20 years ago. So, like, yeah, things have changed, dude. You got to make this, like, special. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the same thing with like when Tamara talks to Smitty and is like, have things changed with like policing? Like, just things change. Yeah. Like, technology happens, like, you know, trends evolve and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I kind of want to know how like Nolan's first like proposal went <laughs> to like, obviously Sarah. went well. I mean, yeah, but I still I kind of want to know the story now because he was like going yeah. around asking everyone else for advice like why couldn't he have just kind of like looked within a little bit and like yeah you know like listen to himself i don't know um but anyway the next time we see when well, we first see um bailey is at john's house decorating the christmas tree um and she's like oh well, i don't mind doing it and no one's like well it's just a way to get you to stay longer um and like she's um like healing up nicely and whatnot from the um uh house explosion um 
and like they're in a good place or in like a healthy relationship as John puts it um and he asks if like Bailey and Henry can chat um via like like video chat um but she goes back to work today it's like her first day back from medical leave and she can't be late so maybe another time I kind of am wondering if like Bailey like how do I put this if she like kept pushing it off maybe because she was like worried if like her whole marriage thing would come out sooner yeah or something I don't know maybe not maybe she just really was concerned about like getting to work and all this stuff but because she blew off like the chat a couple times um I mean one time it was more of like a necessity because she had to go on a call but right anyhow um so um but so Bailey ends up leaving um Henry still FaceTimes John and they start chatting about his time in Japan emphasis on start because it's literally he asks like one question and then the scene cuts away so we don't actually see a full conversation with them yeah um but John then asks Nyla later if like proposals should be big and flashy so she says no they should be like intimate and nice uh like a moment between the couple John agrees with her saying that Lucy thought that he should do something extravagant and well, yeah, I would definitely not do the line justice like Nakia says it, but just this whole thing, like, I was laughing so much. I had to, like, pause the television. I, oh my god, because Nyla just deadpan. She's like, is Lucy the one you're proposing to? John just looks at her with his usual look, and he's like, no. Mm-hmm. Am I the one you're proposing to? No. So why are you talking to either of us about this? Yeah. The only person's opinion who matters is Bailey's. And just, oh my god. Just, like, I'm sure the, um, like, you know, not biggest fans of, like, Lucy and Nolan, like, breathe this eye of relief that, like, they never got to that stage. Yeah. Um, and just, like, it just cracked me up, though. Like, just, is Lucy the one? No. Am I the one? No. Like, she has a point um and so nyla reminds john to let bailey pick out the ring because apparently donovan got her a massive diamond which is not her style and the best thing about the divorce was getting to sell that thing off so um john takes that under advisement i mean i don't put a past nyla to sell it like that was probably one of the first things that she did she was like oh cool i can like get rid of this right like i love it (laughs) right and just like later i know i actually didn't put this in the outline i don't know what's wrong with me that i completely like missed the little scene where they try to like they try a second time to like facetime like john's in the i think an empty interrogation room or something yeah and he's like trying to connect um like do like a three uh person video chat or zoom call i guess um with henry and bailey and poor henry keeps like freezing up it's like terrible i literally when i first was watching it i thought it was my television and i was like oh <laughs> god what is happening and then i was like wait did he just say that he froze up and i was like oh it's the thing like uh, i thought it was clever yeah um, i don't know like i'm sure there are like ways to like manipulate technology or if like 
um, Zane Emery, like the actor, had to like he act was on like the he was glitching. List. Oh yeah, you know, like I don't like I don't know how to act that out, like how to pretend that you're like glitching on something. Yeah, like, actually happening. So I don't know. Props to them for making that work. Mm-hmm. Um, they yeah, probably so, like, like filmed the entire thing and then like in post pro, like maybe. you know concert or whatever i want to know someone actually because like last week remember like wesley and angela were facetiming and they had the two screens on and then those were like going in and out that's true like i would think it would have been easier i mean in post pro like i'm sure things are a lot more complicated but like to like pause and glitch out henry than like to glitch out Angela and Wesley and we don't even know really why they were like glitching out last week like yeah. we don't know if it was the body cam footage but it looks like it was like straight on like from the phones so because Wesley's was even doing that too so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah no idea but um anyhow so like they're like trying to you know like start a conversation Henry keeps freezing up and John's like okay you frozen can't speak like can't do anything um bailey gets a call like the um what's word i'm looking for the like alarm bell fire bell yeah yeah in uh her firehouse and so she's like i have a call i have to go and so he's just like that's fine go go go." um and so he gets to well he was going to talk with henry a little bit more he froze again um which was perfect timing anyway because nyla yeah it was nyla right now that comes in yep um yeah so that was kind of like second time second time yeah um third time seems to be the charm though um because john comes home and like finds that bailey's already there and she's actually either facetiming zoom calling whatever with henry they've already been talking for like an hour um but again bailey's gotta go um and so she like hands off the uh ipad or what a tablet which is so crazy because john was the one that was trying to set it up like bailey and henry could have been like yeah no we're not like talking until like john's around right i know but they were like of... yeah we'll talk like you know yeah. we don't need that third person there <laughs> yeah like john i didn't mean that in a bad way <laughs> i just meant like they didn't need a third party there to like initiate yeah. it no it's yeah. true That's it was just like you laughed and i was like i didn't mean it like that sorry no it's just what i was thinking i was like john's like just he's just he gets himself into some awkward situations at times he does um and so like bailey hands off the tablet um and john keeps talking to henry who's not glitching now thank goodness um and he just wanted to make sure that like henry likes bailey because things are getting pretty serious between them um and he like you know acknowledges that like he seems really happy and just like um he also mentions there are great wedding venues in uh japan and that destination weddings are you know a major thing if if his dad ever needs one and so i guess that's technically like henry giving his blessing kind of sort of um so things seem to be like good and it almost would have been nice if they would have ended it there for like john but uh they do not because the next time we see uh him he's uh out to lunch dinner some kind of meal with bailey 
at a nice restaurant, much like he had mentioned earlier, and they're talking about their future. And John, I don't know why I thought that they had already said that they like love each other. I mean, I guess you can say like you love someone, yeah, and like not have said you're in love with them. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so they each tell each other that they're in love with the other, and um, like. I mean, they were all dressed up pretty darn fancy. So, like, was he actually planning on proposing? Because he got Henry's blessing, kind of? Or I don't, I don't know. know. But we won't know yet because before they can really get any farther into this conversation, uh, a man kind of appears, like, off to the side a little bit. Like, he was walking by their table. Mm-hmm. And, like, Bailey calls out to him and she's like, Jason, when did they let you out? John looks confused, as he usually does. Um, well, he does. He like I feel like that's like the default expression. Yeah. Like came into play there. Um, because he was kind of like he just didn't really know what to do, and they just like awkwardly introduced each other, right. and he was just like, "I'm." I love how he uses first and last name. He's like, "Uh huh." I'm John Nolan, her boyfriend. And, and he, like, are. makes it clear who he is. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah, um, yeah, go ahead. I did not hear that when did they let you out? I didn't catch it until my second thing. i yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Caught it on the second rewatch, but I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I like, was like so does that mean he was in prison and if so what for and why and i was what? just like caught off guard that she was married like yeah. i thought maybe like okay it was a friend or like an old friend or old co-worker you know like someone that she knew it's true mm-hmm. but then when he was like i'm her husband i was so caught up in that that i didn't even catch that when did they let you out and i was like oh I mean, it could have been rehab, but it's more than likely prison, so it's usually what you... It's usually how it is, like, said. I mean, everyone was skeptical of Bailey, and, like, we kind of were, but we were like, eh, she's fine. Yeah, I was like, nope, she's good. Yikes! We were wrong. (laughs) I mean, unless she has a damn good explanation, but then, like we said, like, I want to know, like, why, if he was in prison, what was he in prison for? When did he get out, like, why mm-hmm. where when like what just wow. i'm giving her the benefit of the doubt that he was in like rehab or something yeah that's true could be or like a halfway house maybe i don't mm-hmm. know because if he was in prison say because he did something to her in their relationship i don't think that she would have like been so quick to like get with john and I just, oh my god, I just don't understand. Like, did she think that, like, if she just didn't talk about it, it was just gonna go away? Like, right. what? Especially because she's in the same town as he's in for yeah. jail or like rehab or whatever. Yeah, or wherever he is. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's gonna come back. I'm honestly surprised that like Fred didn't say anything, or you know, like any of her coworkers. Oh, maybe, yeah. Well, Do maybe they even know? No, yeah, I don't know. But then, but then in the promo next week, or not for next week, but like the next episode, yeah. it looks like she was like at the firehouse, mm-hmm. 
So, I feel like John confronts her or something. Or maybe maybe Jason shows up again and is like... Also, is like the talk? rookie going to like pull a station 19? And like... Well, no. Because Grey's Anatomy is not a play show. But like do like a spinoff. Because That's I would true. be here for that. They did mention the station 19 in like that one post they did for like... Yes. We love our firefighters or whatever with that picture of Jenna Dewan. Yeah. And I was here for that. So... Yeah. I don't know. But I just like wow like they went there dating a cop for crying out loud like Like, oh my god what okay well i'm gonna get into it like in my section but when nyla was like you should have a skip tracer on retainer too i was like i was like oh shit (laughs) like on my second rewatch obviously because we didn't know what was happening Mm -hmm. on my second rewatch it was like that is some foreshadowing that we should have been aware of oh my god i was just thinking that i was like wait is she gonna mention it because i don't want to mention it because i was just like well like because if that was the case i'm just like because john i remember like well in john's face when he was like you have a skip tracer and like then nyla was like yeah you should have one his face was like should i though like yes after this please have a skip tracer yeah but you know what else i thought of though is like season two right he like did that background check on like abigail who was henry's fiance hello (laughs) like what why didn't he do one for bailey like yeah well maybe it's because abigail was his son's fiance so like he was being protective and he didn't but, have any reason not to trust Bailey. So. Yeah. Well, okay. And going into the background check on Abigail, mm-hmm. he used police resources for that, right? Like he ran That's that true. background check while he was at work. Mm-hmm. Nyla did not do that. She had her own guy because mm-hmm. she was like, I can't use police resources. Mm-hmm. Well, then why could John two seasons ago? Because John's the main character and he can do whatever he wants. What? I, I, I don't know think about that though but yeah he did. maybe that was just like some yeah. continuity or something i don't know but i was just like i didn't catch it until you had just said it and i was yeah. like oh yeah that's right mm-hmm. um yeah but that that was like foreshadowing that we really should have <laughs> oh my hey, gosh nyla knows everything she does you know how like she's so intuitive like like john knows best or whatever was on his campaign poster like no nyla knows everything like that's that's the that's the thing nyla knows everything before you even know it yep nyla truly is the queen um okay so you know like in that rookie crack video like (laughs) there's that there's that there's that like a meme or whatever or that video like reaction that is wendy williams saying she is an icon she is the moment or whatever (laughs) that's me with nyla harper (laughs) oh my god so true like she is an icon she is the moment she had so many good like moments in this episode that maybe just go like yeah you go nyla like very respectable so yeah i'm excited to hear you talk about them because they had Especially since now we know that their storyline is going to keep going. Yeah. Her and Donovan, I'm like, oh, crap. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and like, okay, after the episode aired last night, I didn't totally think that it was going, like, I figured it would, like, finish out a little bit. But I wasn't like, oh, it'll keep going for, you know, like, three more episodes or whatever. Um, 
but after reading that TV line article, like it definitely will keep going. Um, yeah. So next we have Nylon Donovan, and um, well, Nylon and John are waiting in the van, uh, waiting for Wesley to arrive for his meeting with Elijah, and Nyla gets a message from her skip tracer. So John's like, "You have a skip tracer," and she's like, "Yeah." Uh, because I can't use police resources to run personal background checks, so I got a guy on retainer. I mean, of course she would. I wouldn't want to be on her bad side, though. But, like, I have a clean background, so I don't think anything would come up. But, yeah. And then she just tells them, like, like as a matter of fact, like, yeah, you should have one, too. Um, and, yeah, like I said earlier, this was foreshadowing, and we just didn't know it also like a little ironic mm-hmm. because she finds out about donovan's fiance's background and he finds out about his potential fiance's background Ooh, yeah john awkward. and nyla are very much alike awkward yeah well, no wonder they were like helping each other out because like john was very much like rooting for nyla in this like whole- oh yeah john okay. roots for everyone I mean, even the criminals sometimes. Like, yeah. He'll probably root for Oscar next episode. Like, I don't know. But um, but then, yeah. Like, so the Skip Tracer sent a report. And because, like, she's having him look for leverage. As one would do when you're in a custody battle. Um, and she's trying to see, like, if she can use anything to keep Donovan from getting custody and moving to San Francisco with Lila. And the skip tracer is like, I didn't find anything. And your ex is so boring that I'm charging you double. Her face after this scene, <laughs> or after this, when she told Nolan, meme worthy. Okay, meme worthy. Um, and then, you know, like we find out later on in the episode that Nyla skip tracer looked into Penelope now. And she used to be an escort. So Penelope has like been lying to donovan the entire time um but john's obviously playing devil's advocate and says like she may have already told donovan um heck that could have been how they met and angela's like yeah no donovan is a prude um and if he found out he would lose it um so then john says like if the court found out though then you would win your case and nyla just says like i can't do that bringing penelope into our fight like doesn't seem right um, and the fact that she's a sex worker has no bearing on her as a stepmom. Um, but then John's like, but neither does you doing your undercover work. So, and Donovan's still using it against you. Um, and then Nyla, I love how they were kind of, it was almost like they were having an argument, but it was very like mature. It was just a discussion. But the way that it seemed, it seemed like they were going like back and forth um just like in a very mature way so then nyla is like yeah but using her past against her makes me look just as bad as donovan so you know she's like i can't do that i just have to figure out something else and then we see in the episode that donovan is waiting outside of the district for nyla and she thought that they could like have an actual conversation instead of going through their lawyers and avoiding dragging Lila through another custody battle. Um, and Nyla's proposing that Lila has her school and her friends here. 
So why doesn't Lila like spend the school year with her? And then the entire summer she can be with Donovan. And obviously he can visit like anytime during the school year. Um, so then Donovan's just like, yeah, but there's more, con- more to consider than just school and friends. Like the fact that you've been, that Nyla has been an absentee parent until recently. And then he's like, and why are we meeting up outside of the station? Like instead of the restaurant that you suggested, um, but it's because she's working overtime on the Wesley and Elijah stuff. Um, and he's like, he poses the question, which is a deep, it's, it's a, it's a hard one. Like it's a deep, it's a low blow. Um, and he's like, so you want me to give you full custody so that a nanny can raise our child. And the look on her face is just like, it hurts it hurts so then she's like i want to know what this is really about because like is it about the halloween thing and he says it's not and he just reiterates that like for the last two years he's been the main parent in lila's life um and he's like you know she's adaptable she'll have two parents in san francisco like you know penelope and him can give her stability but nyla's just like yeah sure penelope okay so then Mm -hmm. Nyla just she still keeps her cool but she's like you know I'll see you in court and just walks away so then the perfect opportunity but she didn't take it yeah yeah because she wants to be the bigger person Mm -hmm. so then John suggests Nyla's Nyla using Penelope's history to get Lila back like John giving her advice was so sweet I mean I don't think that him and Sarah had like much of a custody battle because Henry was already like older um but i would assume that some things like happened yeah i mean well when the show started did we know how long him and sarah had been divorced or like wasn't he newly divorced yeah it had been like maybe a few months and at that point like henry was already henry was like already in college so yeah um yeah so i mean john like has some like experience with it but it's different so so then donovan is waiting outside the outside of the district once again for nyla like after her shift um and he's like you stooped really low or yeah so he was like wow i didn't think that you could stoop that low um and she's like i just did what i thought was best for lila and at that point like I don't know it didn't seem it wasn't very clear like what she had done I didn't think did you kind of get that feeling well I mean I assumed she like told her lawyer to use Penelope's background against her Uh uh-huh because like when John was offering her the advice he was or yeah like you had said like he was like well donovan's not playing fair so like kind of why should she and so yeah she was like at the very very end before angela came in i think she was like okay i'll tell my lord to use it so i'm assuming that's what she did but yeah she didn't outright because say, then like i did you know this. then she was like well wait what and donovan was like yeah penelope told me i thought like he was like you know she didn't tell me so maybe it was the lawyer had like told him or something or used to that Mm -hmm. um but anyway like donovan and penelope broke up and that's not what nyla was wanting to do like you know she had no problem with penelope 
Um, she was just doing what was best. So then he says that the move is off and she won. So um, I don't know. It, it just like makes me wonder um, why they like actually wanted to move to San Francisco. Like, was it for Penelope? And now that the move, now that they're broken up, like the move is off. Or was it like yeah. for Donovan? I feel like like the former, like you had said, it was like about them. Yeah. I think. And then like, because I think if it was for Donovan, like if the move was for Donovan and they broke up, like he would still move. Yeah. So I think it was more for Penelope. Yeah. Because like, well, I mean, kids are sort of adaptable, but I mean, yeah. like, like Nyla said, Lila had like friends and school and other things here yeah like in Los Angeles so like if Nyla was born and raised in Los Angeles and that's all she's ever known like you know I mean yes she will be adaptable but like that's where her home is like Mm -hmm. her entire life is there so yeah yeah it was interesting but like as Donovan like walked away it was like oh my goodness that is not gonna play out well hey I know um if Wesley doesn't get disbarred he could be Nyla's like he could go into court with them that would be that would be interesting I mean he's not like a family attorney um and like I don't know it seems like she's a pretty good lawyer but like yeah yeah, Wesley could be like the child advocate or something I don't know yeah maybe because like does that mean that like Nyla took Aaron up on his offer and like called the like shark lawyer and that's how she kind of got I think so things maybe in her favor well that and using her skip tracer helped too so true yeah um yeah so then that was it for the nylon donovan stuff um it'll be interesting to see how the rest of that plays out um and then we have a little tamara and tamara and smitty stuff because you know we're still working on that campaign um and tamara is at the district to interview gray for her criminal sociology paper um and i just love that lucy like I just know that Lucy loves that she's taking a criminal sociology class. Oh, for sure. Like, she loves that. Yeah. She probably, like, urged her to sign up for it. Oh, definitely. Like, Tamara was probably like, no, I don't want to take that. That seems silly. And Lucy's like, take it. I will pay for you to take it. Like, something. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I took sociology and, like, uh, studied, like, abnormal psychology in college yeah. and whatnot and that was pretty interesting and took like dove into some like criminal like criminality and whatnot mm-hmm. so well, I and understand. tomorrow could have also wanted to do it because of lucy like and who she surrounds herself with too mm-hmm. so there yeah, um yeah so then we find out that the paper is about the aging effect about how aging affects the perspectives of cops throughout their careers I mean, it sounds like she should have interviewed John Nolan, too. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just when, saying. When she was like, when Lucy said you were, you know, a good candidate because you're old, and I was like, John Nolan. 
<laughs> well, and then she like backtracked it and she was like, I mean, a veteran cop. I was like, okay, well, that's better than like an old cop. Yeah. But like, but... you still could interview John Nolan. Like, right. I mean, he's not that much older, but like, he's older. No. Yeah. Um, and so then apparently, yeah, like you had already covered it. Lucia told Greg. Yeah, sorry. Told I her that, yeah. Um, so then Gray's like, he looks out and he's like, come with me. He sees Smithy in the hall and he's like, Smithy's a better candidate. I mean, I would have wanted to interview Smithy for a paper because it would just be hilarious. Yeah, just absolute hilarity. So then Gray's like, yeah, tomorrow is Tamara is shadowing you. And Gray's or Smithy's face when he's like, You mean the ride along? Like it's gold. It's gold. And then Gray's like, no and you're not stepping foot outside of the station with her just show her around answer her questions gray's face when he says that and like when he's like no you're not no yeah he was so just just like why is this my life right now we need all of their we need all the scenes with them Mm -hmm. so then like gray walks away and smitty goes back to like fixing a poster of no one and the poster says uh say no to no one and then it's like the board that like you would use with your mugshot like back in the day and it says the trouble maggot it's supposed to be magnet though nope. <laughs> and tomorrow's like you spelled magnet wrong and as he as she's noticing that he's like i don't know nothing about police there's n- or he says there's nothing I don't know about policing. And then that's when Tamara's like, you smelled a magnet wrong. Like, this man is messy, but in the best possible way. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I don't know. Like, that is playing dirty, making those posters. But, like, is it wrong? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So then, um, thanks to this interview that Tamara is doing, we find out that Smithy's been on the force for 30 years. And knowing Tim's age, okay, so he's been on the force since Tim was nine years old. Okay. So then... um, I don't know what to do with that information. I don't either, but like, (laughs) simple math, I guess, yeah. Um, I just need to know how old he is, though. Smitty. Yeah. Yeah. So then, um, and wait, do we know how long McGrady was on the force for? The one that retired. I I feel like they never said. But I would think that, like, you do, I mean, you got to retire at, like, I don't know. I feel like they might have said it, but um so then she's asking smitty like what his biggest challenge has been like as he's gotten older and of course like he's still fixing the posters he's walking around the district and fixing them um i just want to know like who is moderating this campaign like who is approving these posters to be put up and why are they getting put up and then them being spelled (laughs) wrong like is the person that's approving them or something like you spelled that wrong, but like I don't care. Like I'm still gonna let him. That's put what them I up. think is just like all part of Smitty's like smear campaign, and so he just yeah. like bypassed whatever he had to bypass to get these things up. Yeah, 
probably yeah but like i would think even nolan's posters i mean not like approved but just like i don't know like allowed to be up there somehow (laughs) because i mean they're in they're in a city building like they probably shouldn't be like running campaigns i don't know like at like like blatantly running them i guess is what i should say um but anyway like as he's fixing them um you know like she's she suggests the change in technology and procedure has probably been the biggest change for him and he's just barely listening but he's like yeah yeah that's been hard he's barely listening um and then he like turns around and cuts her off and he's like have you heard of clip talk which i'm assuming is like tiktok like from what we've seen um and he's like yeah i want to upload a meme um and it's of nolan trying to get through that like trying to get through a fence which is the scene from season one where like pilot it's one of his first days yeah when they were like looking for the kid that was like stuck in the car yeah and Um, then tim was like thanks for joining us yeah it's like my favorite thing ever yeah i caught that on my first watch and i was like oh man if if he wants to create this video like it's gonna be really good um but the tech there's text over it and it says don't fall for nolan i mean okay like all right we're going there where was that advice for lucy chen in season one don't fall for nolan literally season one episode one (laughs) seriously i like to think i'm funny please continue (laughs) so then tamara asks if that's how he wants to beat his opponent and he tells tamara like if she helps him go viral he'll buy her a candy bar her face when she when he said that like it totally just changed and she was like I'm not putting up with your BS. But, like, also, I kind of want to see where this goes. Um, it's like she's not eight. She's 18 or 19. Yeah. Like, she's in college, Smitty, for crying out loud. Well, you could give her a gift card, and that would be better than just a candy bar. Like, <laughs> come on. So then, yeah, she's, like, over him. But then uh, later in the episode, Tamara runs into John and asks her, why he's letting or asks him why he's letting smitty walk all over him to which john is confused and is like uh i'm not like you know i'm just trying to play this the clean way so then tamara says that she's been watching smitty talk smack about nolan to the other officers and she says that it's obscene um and she just hopes that he's planning on hitting her hitting back so then Nolan agrees that it's not great, but Smithy has chosen this path and he's not going to get anywhere if he resorts to the same tricks Smithy's doing. Um, which I agree, no one likes dirty politics, but like at the same time, like sometimes you have to do like a little something. So then Tamara is, you know, she's just like, you're not going to, you're still not going to go anywhere if you let this happen though. Um, and Tamara with the facts, like, okay, we like, we love to see it. Um, also i just love how like yes she has a visitor's pass but she's just like casually like walking around the district like you know her backpack the way that she like strolls up to smitty like later in the episode i'm just like this girl has like all of the like cool points Mm -hmm. um so then yeah so no one's just like well i think negative negativity turns voters off i'm gonna run a clean campaign i mean that's very on brand for no one once again 
I feel like like not get on anyone's bad side you know I'm just gonna just gonna do my thing so then after Tamara talks to Nolan you know like um she sees Smitty and again just the way that she strolls up to him is amazing like he's like you have more interview questions and she just says just one you want to go viral I'll help you make the video so then at the end of the episode we see well yeah it's kind of at the end we see Tamara up here next to Lucy and Lucy's just like why are you here um and in Tamara's words she's like I'm here to make things right and a video starts playing and it's of her asking Smitty what he wants this video to be (laughs) and Smitty's like I want it to be something embarrassing for no one he can't beat the guy on the issues he actually like no one actually has a platform and Smitty's like I didn't know that I needed one and so Tamara just has the video repeating Smitty's words of I can't beat the guy on the issues I gotta play dirty to beat him and it just keeps replaying and everyone's like yeah okay we're not voting for Smitty like but he claims that tomorrow didn't know that he didn't know tomorrow was filming so yeah he's like that's not me and i'm just like how can that be anyone else right <laughs> like how so yeah we that's that i wonder if we'll actually surely we will like actually see them voting and announcing a winner i, I mean we so, know considering on eric's is. instagram story i think it was that we had posted back in october they had like posted had the, the ballot, ballot. Mm-hmm. hopefully i would hope so i want this like election thing to i mean i feel like we we know who's gonna win right <laughs> like it's obviously gonna be no one one because right. he's the main character of the show it would give him another storyline, which isn't all that bad. Um, right. Well, especially but, since this whole thing with Bailey is like kind of up in the air now. It's like, geez, is he going to focus on this campaign more? Yeah. Or what? I mean, yeah. So like, we we know who's going to win, but like, mm-hmm. I just want to see it like play out. Like, who announces who the winner is? Um, you know, like them actually voting, all of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's it for the episode. We have some listener thoughts. Yes. Do you want to get started on the first sure. one? Um, so literally uh, said, oh, do you want to know what are, what are our head cannons for who invited Lucy to the dad's house? Oh, um. I mean, I'm assuming Jenny. Like, if it's canon that they actually got each other's cell phone numbers from last episode, then I would assume it was Jenny. I'm going with Jenny. Um, how did she end up at the hospice with Tim? Again, I'm saying she rode there with him. Maybe they were, like, gonna go back to the district or something, and he, like, made, you know, a different turn or something. Yeah. Um... Oh, and then they also want to know what do we think happened after the hug? Probably nothing. They probably went Good on question. like yeah, I don't it know. It was nothing. At yeah. least Tim probably did. Lucy's probably still thinking about it. I mean, I don't know because like since Tim was like the more emotional one, I feel like he maybe might be thinking about it too. But I feel like since they were in this like semi-public space you know like as opposed like being in his house like they were Uh one they couldn't really 
do their whole like you know like, get each other for five minutes afterwards thing yeah um so i'm assuming they just kind of went on their way like obviously broke apart and just you know walk finish their walk down the hallway to get out the door or something and then just left i don't know mm-hmm. i'm sure there will be people that will write amazing fan fiction about their conversation afterwards or something else like i don't know um, i feel like lucy is definitely an overthinker which isn't probably. a bad thing um so she's probably thinking about it whereas tim is probably like i'm it was nothing like and if it was i'm pushing all these feelings down oh yeah um oh and then they also want to sorry there's so many questions um and what do you think the weird thing that happens with ashley is weird thing that oh in the promo yeah all right wow i'm i'm with it i'm sorry guys um we both are because i kept stumbling so Hey, it's Monday. The weird thing. Um, I don't even know. I don't know because it could be anything, really. It could be. I have just like a few things that popped in my head just now. It could be Ashley wonders where the heck Kojo came from, and then Tim has to explain that and be awkward. Yeah, because um, someone did share a screenshot that, like, next episode we're going to see Kojo. Yeah. So I was like, wait, what? But, um, yeah. And then I don't know if that, like, possibly, um, you know, would, like, drudge up Lucy's, like, trauma from season, or from 211. Because yeah. I feel like, what, it'll be January. Because it was, like people on twitter or whatever were like talking about the like anniversary like on the day or whatever like two years uh-huh. ago um for the day of death episode um but i don't know in like showtime where that falls like if it's yeah. on that actual day in the show because that actual episode aired in like february uh a couple years ago now um so it'll be January then. I don't know. So I don't know if that's like something that has to do with it. If like the day of death thing comes up, uh-huh. I don't really know how that would really come up though. Um, unless it had to do with Kojo maybe. Um, so it's interesting because some promo photos for 410 dropped. Oh, um, yes. I was going to wait until we like <laughs> oh, was, with the listener thoughts. Well, well there's one about ashley because that's why i was distracted yeah oh yeah no i was distracted for a minute too we are literally just killing it tonight you know when i said that we're gonna be like how eric and Rosalind were this is our eric and Rosalind tangent is we're talking about things within the show about the show that we're supposed to be talking about so okay so she's got she's in like a yellow car like on the phone she's got a red sweatshirt on which we saw in that post from eric like mm-hmm. november 17th dated i just yeah, looked it up same thing yeah she's on the phone and on the dashboard there's a hat that says lifeguard yep so and I mean, her sweatshirt says lifeguard. lifeguard too yeah so and it looks like she might have like one of those boards or whatever that lifeguards carry i don't know in the back okay. um so I don't know, like, if they come across each other, like, on a scene, because in that behind-the-scenes picture, like, Eric posted, there 
they are in their uniforms so maybe the weird thing that happens is like when they're on the scene and then like um and then you know like lucy walks away to get a statement or something and like something happens between tim and ashley i'm looking at the background of the behind the scenes photo that eric posted and i don't know i've never been to california so i doubt i don't think that it's like santa monica here because um no but i mean there's definitely like like lifeguard stands on like beaches yeah well and like you see the track marks and stuff for in the sand but there's like a pier or something that it looks like and then a bunch of stuff like in the background um And I was going to know say, like, um, could the plane crash have happened there, but I don't. I don't think know so. if this is helpful at all, but like uh, Helena uh, Matson that plays Ashley mm-hmm. had like posted a well, she had posted like in her lifeguard sweatshirt in October, and she posted the oh. two. But then yeah. she also had this thing from like El Mirage Lake. I don't know if that has anything to do with the rookie or not. That was from November 30th. Don't know if that's. Oh, anything. yeah. She's in her lifeguard sweatshirt in these photos. I don't know. I don't know anything about anything. So, car scenes in the desert. Okay. Well, Eric liked that post on November 30th. Because <laughs> they follow each other. Yeah, but still. <laughs> okay fine so wait let's see okay we are like going into full-fledged detective mode here okay i cannot stand us this is what i like live for okay so el mirage lake is in california oh my god we haven't even posted these to our twitter page yet because we're literally recording this guys they they dropped as we were recording they're not even all of them okay let's be real the rookie's not gonna release just four after they released like 50 the last time um (laughs) Okay, I'm assuming that whatever she was filming on the 30th is for the rookie. I would assume so. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I when was this finale filmed? Like in October? Yeah, they did. It was Halloween in August and Christmas in October. <laughs> so okay, so then um and it looks like she filmed another episode or scenes on september 7th which must have been with the mcgrady stuff um yeah so i'm assuming that they filmed this episode like end of october like around halloween um so yeah we just saw like her in a pod and she said late night filming in downtown la so there that was probably just like at the beach like i want to know why she's on a call it looks like she's on a call at least and well, everyone's like freaking out of like oh, okay is she like jealous is that what like the awkward thing is gonna be like, well, when someone was together and is like our friend m was like she looks like she's calling her big boss or something and, like because bonnie said she looked sketchy as hell so i mean she kind of does she looks like now we're like, now we're on the ashley is like shady train she now. looks like she's plotting revenge or something oh god but also it's like lifetime movie era happening now okay i mean maybe i'm here for it um I'm also her it. eyebrows eye makeup and like lip gloss are chef's kiss See, she's so pretty also like, like her curls <laughs> yeah 
Um, goodness. Okay. I just like okay. She's a lifeguard. Bailey yeah. is a firefighter. They're cops. Like, is it a thing for first responders to date like first responders? Maybe. I feel like it is. I mean, if anyone would get it, like they, you know, would get the job. Like Probably. you're always on call, or you know, you're on like life saving job. Yeah. I mean, a lifeguard is kind of first responder. You are like saving lives. It's just not like a cop or a firefighter, but it's still a like a. I just like like what is this? Does this like the rookies like go in Baywatch or something? Like, is that what we're doing? Like, what is this? And next episode, they're going like firefighter. So like I, I mean, I'm kind of here for it. Yeah, no, I'm here for. I'm just intrigued. It looks like by the plane crash, they might be going a little manifest too. I don't know. <laughs> oh, all the, all the NBC. Uh, Goodness. Anyway, so what do we think the weird thing? Um, possibly all the things that we might have just mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't fully know. I really don't. Because like maybe Ashley is like the one that maybe makes things weird. Like we don't know. We honestly have no idea. Yeah, I mean, she could probably, probably think that either way. So she could probably think that, um, you know, Tim or like Lucy is trying to flirt with Tim or something. Yeah, she very well could. Mm-hmm. Now I want to see if more promo photos have dropped, but I would think if they did, people will be all over it. Um, so yeah, I mean, there there are quite a few, but yeah. nothing like what they usually drop. So yeah. Um, Valerie had said, I'm glad the Lafiera story is finished. Chenford hug was great. It needed to happen so badly. Um, she also said, I'm glad that Tim didn't forgive his father. That's done. Who's done so much. Um, and the Bailey thing surprised her that, and that's her real life husband. Um, and then she was bummed about Donovan and she wonders if he had to leave the show. So in the TV line article, um, Alexi did mention it. Um, let's see. Oh, about Enver um, being mm-hmm. on NCIS Hawaii. Yeah. That was talking about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Enver was on NCIS Hawaii, like not this, not the same, not the episode that Titus was on, unfortunately. Um, no. But it was like recurring. Yeah. But then Alexi was like, after NCIS, we got him back. The one thing that nobody tells you when you're starting out as a showrunner is how much your storyline is dictated by which of your recurring actors is available. Um, Mm -hmm. And he says, but so far it works out enough. So that, I mean, we know that the actress who plays Lila is like busy too. So that's why we haven't gotten a lot of that. But I mean, it makes sense yeah um yeah so that was what valerie had to say um and then Paige has a few things you said one tim's dad is evil very ds despicable like human being yeah um and then second thing is where's mrs bradford i like what happened yeah i don't we all have this question yeah we do um third thing is 
what the heck bailey is married yep that happened like was not expecting that but yep that happened i love how they kind of threw it in at the end of the episode because like at that point i was like oh my gosh i just feel like exhausted like we've had so much <laughs> chenford yeah. this wopez wesley and elijah and then it was like boom we're gonna hit you with this cliffhanger for three weeks and it was like wait what like what's going on so mm-hmm. yeah yeah um Lucy is an only child. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Oh. Yeah. Because she had a turtle instead of siblings. So, yeah, she's an only child. Which I can totally see her parents. Like, maybe she wanted, you know, something else. And her parents were like, yeah, no, a turtle is not as messy as like a dog or a cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Paige also says, Tamara is a queen for setting up Smitty. Yeah. So good. Um, mm-hmm. And just like her hair. Please talk about the like braided pigtails. They were so good. So good. Um, Actually, I don't know if this thought was finished or am I just not reading it fully? It just says Jenny Bradford is. Um, You know what? It's not finished. I probably deleted something when I put it down. Let me see it. Um, Well, I mean, I'm assuming since Paige has like previously said how much he liked Jenny I'm assuming just like you know is like such a great character um which is true I mean like I kind of yeah yeah it was a heart okay oh it's emoji oh geez emojis on computers do not work as well no it's it's funny because they're (laughs) apple so yeah yeah um okay yeah so Jenny Bradford is awesome yes we like her um but bye Elijah yeah yeah um oh abril is the new la fiera i mean she definitely took her place yeah um yeah but we got closure with her saying you know i only like kill when it's strategically like advantageous yeah yeah so since it's not going to be an advantage to her to do that out of strategy i would assume that they're safe for now of course things who could knows? change yeah who knows the i mean he has brought back so many characters i mean we'll see it next episode with bringing mm-hmm. back oscar who was around in what season one yep yeah 21st escaped i wouldn't be okay when they first said umbrella i was like wait we're doing this lafayette storyline again like yeah it's like wait but then when they but when she said like i only kill you know when it's affecting my business or whatever like it's like okay we're good then hopefully yeah so hopefully um she's scared for wilpez and then the last thing she was uh oh hiatus hell i mean it's only three weeks yeah and they're gonna fly by yeah they really will especially since that was the time between uh 406 and 407 uh-huh. And it flew by. So, yeah. I mean, if we didn't have the holidays and it was just like normal weeks, yeah, it would like drive. I mean, it's literally it's the day after New Year's. Like, yeah. Hi, what a way to kick off 2022. Yeah, it's gonna fly by. It'll so, be fine. Yeah, It'll I mean, I understand fine. the frustration, but that's what um, like all of the shows are doing. Our shop talk hiatus episodes are for. Yeah, shameless plug. Um yeah i mean 
we're gonna do one next week that will yeah. be like everything like, that you need so it's like two episodes in one essentially next week so and literally just like brain rot like literally all the time we haven't even like obviously haven't recorded it nothing no but, like we're bringing on our friend nikki yeah who yeah chunford brain rot so I mean, I can ready. already tell you, I will be talking about Tim in 201 for, like, 10 minutes straight. Like, just Same. as a, like, opening scene. Same. So, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> and you got a preview for what we're doing next week. So, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so Bonnie said, um, so I don't forget this time, Chenford, obviously, because they're everything. Um, and she said the promo for 410 looks like it could be Christmas part two based off the behind the scenes photos. Yeah, I did notice that in the fire uh, in the firehouse, like promotional photos that they showed. Now that we know there's like a toy drive thing going on and there's like oh, little wreaths like, OK, uh, paper made, you know, like for kids and stuff like around. So it's interesting these, like, that they did 409 as like the midseason finale. Or the yeah. fall finale. Well, maybe it's just like finishing up. You know how people like don't mm-hmm. don't take um like their you know trees down or all the you yeah. know, decorations down to like after yeah the New Year's. I don't know. Maybe there's still the lingering holiday spirit. I don't know. Well, that and they could have wanted four hundred nine to be the cliffhanger with the Bailey stuff. So that's true. Yeah. Of course, I don't know if it is still holiday spirit. I kind of feel really bad for Nolan because he's usually like the most optimistic person and he's going to be like so, he's going to be like Scrooge. Yeah. Like terrible. Yeah. I feel bad for him. Um, Bonnie also said I'm hoping that we get Tim calling Ashley by accident, Isabel by accident. That caused some oh. weirdness. I never even oh. thought about that. Is that oh. like my, maybe? Maybe that's the weird thing. Oh my god! Could you imagine? And she's like, "Um, who's Isabel and Lucy standing there and being like, oh shit, he did it.' Yeah, because Lucy like walked into that like meeting Isabel like accidentally, like purely by accident. And so like that would be a good parallel, kind of would though. Yeah. Oh my god, because like, (laughs) oh my god. See, then there'd be another like marriage that no one else knows about, aside from like you know because like bailey yeah. didn't tell john about hers and then if tim oh god oh my god i people never did even say they about look that. similar yeah which i mean they like similar in yes they both have blonde hair they're both like pretty and they're both like short blonde hair yeah, yeah like yeah um i never even thought about that i didn't either what's wrong with us we're not with it today wow you know what? I haven't really thought about head cannons for it. I really haven't. Well, because like I'm still caught of like people. I'm still caught up on the Chunford of it all. Like, oh, it's true. I'm, I'm not still... over that. Yeah, well, I'm still just caught on like the whole fact that like just because Ashley's there in the morning doesn't necessarily mean she like slept over. Like, I don't know if they're that if they're like already hooking up or like yeah. what's going on. But like, I don't know if like that's what's called like. I, I have know, to go back and already watch the promo weirdness. again. I don't know. Because like, we I only see totally her. Catch it. We don't see Tim like at his own house. So like, I don't even know why everyone's already like thinking that she's there at okay. his house. I clearly was not fully watching we don't see, promo. We, don't, we, we saw his house in the dark in season four. We didn't see his house. We haven't seen his house. Like, I mean, we have some, but like not 
whatever i don't even know okay i don't even know what i'm saying anymore i'm sorry um like i don't know if like ashley like staying over has anything to do with it or if she does stay over or if she's just there like she maybe she drops by in the morning and tim's just like not expecting it and then something just happens and that causes awkwardness like i don't know i don't know but floor 10 looks really good I'm watching the promo again because I oh, my God, I obvi- oh okay yeah I was not I did not catch Ashley being at his house you know what it was because it was the Chenford scene where Lucy was like wait you broke up with Ashley or whatever and I was like yeah. totally blacked out everything else and like was mm-hmm. just focusing on that it's like for sure his house like we don't even really see whatever i'm sure it is it has to be also we get Angela and lucy working together in 410 or at least like having a scene together oh interesting okay i'm down the way that tim like no that looks like it's ashley's house because of from the mcgrady stuff yeah it's like it's like lighter in color and stuff and like tim's was like that's the thing though like i said we only see tim's at like night so like tim would not have all white walls and like all white everything i'm sorry but he would not he is a bachelor i mean maybe i mean bachelor pads like have no sense of style didn't william like post some of tim's house and had like a white couch but like i said we don't see anything there's like it's two seconds of a clip why am i still talking about this maybe but i thought he said that he had fun like decorating ashley's place or something oh maybe see so i'm i'm still thinking it's ashley i don't i don't want to believe that it's tim's house so i don't think it is it i don't think so because bachelor pads have no sense of style whatsoever (laughs) and it looks like there were wine glasses hanging up and i don't think that tim would have like a set of six or eight wine glasses just like hanging up in the cabinet like not unless it's like Eric's actual house because doesn't he have like wine glasses in yeah. his house? But, but no, I, so I, I think don't think it's I think it's, it's Ashley's. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh, it's gonna take me a while to like go back and find it if they filmed in October. <laughs> we are like detective <sighs> mode tonight. It's fine. Apparently. Um Oh, well, can I ask the last, like, question of this then? Like, yeah. they want to know, like, what our predictions are for what's going to happen in the remainder of the season. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, after the Chenford stuff last night, like, I, I blacked out. I don't, I couldn't even tell you. I just had to rewatch promo. Yeah, so. I don't know. Because um, there are so many things, obviously, we're going to get in Chenford uh, featuring Ashley scene eventually. So there's mm-hmm. going to be some, like awkwardness of just like them being in each other's space for a minute Mm -hmm. I just like I don't know because like we were mentioning earlier there's lots of like other kinds of first responders like being integrated in the rookie so like are we gonna see like other task forces come in at some point or other I don't know. I mean, I know they already did the hospital in, like, season two more so. Mm-hmm. Um, but could we see, like, a doctor come in? Are we going to see... I don't know. Like, you know, there's Lucy storylines that 
don't involve her being undercover okay um can we see more of lucy's family then i don't know like is that something like her parents i guess or i don't know or an old family friend or like an old friend of hers childhood friend yeah like or like college i'd be interested i want to know more about how lucy was in college i want to know i'm curious that would be interesting because like psychology lucy while she uses that experience now probably vastly different from how she is as as a cop so yeah yeah i don't know like to see more for lucy i'm kind of i'm excited to see what they do with her outside of like undercover so yeah so william shared a tweet on november 2nd and said new home for a character who has never had a home before on the rookie oh well let's see it's not tim ha it doesn't necessarily look like it's ashley's because it looks like it has a yellow wall in the kitchen and like old countertops but it's white cabinets um uh but i don't know know lucy and jackson's like apartment has like golden tones but they actually have an apartment new home for a character who has never had a home before so if it was apartment is technically different from a house but i digress right (laughs) i'm thinking too much ashley like she wasn't a new character really i'm wondering is it bailey Ooh, maybe also like i want to know when we see that episode because i don't think we've seen it yeah it's got a red door which it could be this next episode because there is a promo yeah, photo of so with the door so we're doing major detective work right now so i'm still getting to it I'm doing it. Oh man. Okay. No, not that one. On October twenty eighth, he was scouting for the rookie. Um, and it was at like some park, maybe. I don't know. It was like overlooking water, though. So that could be like the beach scene. Or one of the beaches. I don't see any footage of him like sharing about where Ashley could be. Okay. So again, I could have missed it. I will do another deep dive because (laughs) why not? Um, But I see that. Okay. Kojo is back. That was posted by TV and movie fan on October 23rd. So, yeah. So, and that was posted by Klee underscore Shay, who works on the rookie on Instagram. So they filmed 410 in October. So, yeah. yeah. So, I like finding out when they filmed the episodes. I don't know why. I don't do anything with it, but yeah. I mean, they filmed the Christmas of October yeah early november for this when they come back so uh yeah because it was october 23rd um they filmed the scene of nolan and bailey at dinner or lunch or whatever on october 19th because someone i posted the instagram story so Mm -hmm. yeah i don't see yeah 
I don't see like the possible apartment though. So, I mean, William, if you're listening to this, if you want to share more pictures of that apartment or that room that they're in, that would be amazing. Yeah. I think it's got to be Ashley's place though. I'm still betting on it. Although it'd be interesting to see Bailey's because they always hang out at Nolan's and not that I don't mind Nolan's uh, house, but just like, okay. Okay, wait, no. Okay, no, that, that like doorway that Chenford is at is not a red door. Okay, Okay. I thought it was. Because he could have also just been dressing the scene for, I don't know, just like a criminal or like some case that they were getting into so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we're almost done with this i swear i'm not gonna like go into detective mode anymore okay yeah. uh, oh gosh i don't even know okay we're on ricardo's now yeah um okay N- nyla and donovan should finally stop fighting yeah should finally stop fighting about custody yeah although makes for a good story makes yeah for it good does drama. and it's like i feel like they would have to like re-evaluate their relationship again when they're not arguing yeah like for a long period of time like what would they do with themselves like i, I don't, don't know. know um but i mean yeah i agree i mean for the sake of like their daughter and just like their whatever's left of their relationship mm-hmm. yeah um more scenes of sergeant gray in the field please yeah he was so good oh my gosh he just like he led all the people mm-hmm. like into the buildings yes i agree 100 percent. oh yeah. my gosh yeah just like more scenes with like gray in general he's still my spirit animal please any scene where he is sassy i will happily take that yes i yeah oh yeah for sure um when will we see oh baby jackson at this point i'm not i don't know like i'm not like holding out hope i'm not either i'm calling that like season five (laughs) we know that he's there so like i'm okay with not seeing him Mm -hmm. but it is still like can we see him because we sacrificed a lot to have him here so mm-hmm. yeah but Including yeah it'll probably be like Wesley season five yeah for like his first birthday or something um, yeah which cute. i get it like they can't have they don't want to have little babies on set and stuff because of like covid and stuff i get that because mm-hmm. with Very another true. show that i watched like they're not sure how much they can have like a mm-hmm. young kid on there but yeah 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 um Oh, Jenny couldn't. <laughs> I enjoy this. Uh, Jenny couldn't have asked for a better future sister-in-law. Yes, <laughs> that is so true. They're just like best friends already, and it just like oh my god, it warms my heart. Like all the girl power, please. They're like that TikTok that I shared after the episode last time. Yeah, it was like they like nerd out fun. over the same things and yes. just like they would both just like annoy tim but just in like the best ways possible and it would just be so funny i feel like Um, they were one and the same person like 
like if they had met years before they would have yeah. definitely been best friends yeah like an au or something yeah That'd be so fun and like maybe i mean if someone wants to write that fanfic like be please so send it oh because i would love to read it yeah. um but i feel like that might be why i don't know like tim definitely sees lucy as like a confidant like best friend and all that but like could he also see her as kind of like an annoying little sister at, at times because Ooh. like maybe he sees jenny in her too maybe i mean i i, I mean they get annoyed to, like, with each other yeah, yeah but just like like there's other things there to where he's like she's not like a little sister to me but she kind of is like you know maybe i mean i can understand i'm not trying to be like what melissa had said like oh yeah i see like tim and lucy (laughs) is like brother and sister it makes me want to like be mad at you but i'm not going there but like i don't know i mean there's probably times where like you know he sees her as kind of that annoying like little sister like role even though she's not and he loves her like you know he'll be like oh my god you're so annoying but also like i love you how can i not yeah i don't i you know what i don't even really know what i'm saying anymore at this point like <laughs> alrighty then please just continue okay oh <laughs> ricardo expected a comment about chenford from jenny oh yeah the promo photo fooled me too i thought they were like giving each other knowing looks like i thought lucy was gonna i feel like we all thought that at one point but that's okay um just glad they addressed lucy's comment about the tim test yeah mm-hmm. definitely um i'm so cel- oh she's celebrating the chenford hug 2.0 yes <laughs> we are too i think that's what i called it i didn't really know what else to do because i remember last time when they hugged i tweeted a bunch of exclamation points too and so apparently that's just going to be my thing so anytime they have physical contact i will just be (laughs) tweeting like exclamation points and the hashtag of chenford so it like took me a minute to like call it chenford hug 2.0 like and on my yeah, tweet I like don't even know like, literally i just I, I like stopped i stopped everything <laughs> yeah like our friend nikki was like after they hugged like i pretty much blacked out like everything else <laughs> literally same i was like how do i recover from this yeah, i don't it know it yeah good. um <laughs> i don't know why i read this i'm terrible i read this as dossie like from chicago fire and i was like that's not right although it says dawson and it took me a minute i was like why are you talking about gabby dawson from chicago fire she has absolutely nothing to do with anything why then (laughs) thanks to your comment on our outline i realized think my comment is right i don't know yeah it is i talked to emily um and she had mentioned it when i had posted those like behind the scenes photos to my twitter and she was like yeah yeah yeah, it's um uh from dawson's creek and so, See, I yes. didn't watch Dawson's um, Creek, so I'm familiar with the show. I've not actually yeah. like, watched f- a full like season or whatever, but yes, it's from Dawson's Creek. Um, that was Mary Margaret Humes who played uh Margaret, Margaret, sorry, Monica Ochoa in the episode. Okay. Um, that was who she was guest starring, and that brought back uh teenage memories. Yeah, that was 
a little bit before my time. A little bit. You know what? I think I tried to watch early 2000s. Yeah, it was before One Tree Hill. Because they say that in the Drama Queens podcast. Um, I tried to watch one episode of Dawson's Creek and I was like, I just can't get behind that. I don't know. I mean, it's maybe if on I my gave list, it a- I always see it and I'm always like, oh, I think I would like that show. And then I just, it never happens for me. But yeah, yes, that was cool. I appreciate the like teenage uh, connection there. Yeah. Um, Ricardo also said, uh, I need William Navazio's help for my Christmas decoration. Same. <laughs> so true. That tree in Elijah's office was really pretty. The tree yeah, in the, the station was pretty. Yeah, and the Lopez uh, Evers household is just like immaculate, and I wouldn't expect yes. anything less. I wouldn't either, especially knowing that they were to give out full size candy bars at Halloween. Like so their true. house is the house to be at for the holidays. Oh, probably. I'm sure there are like all the like cookies and like all the lights. Yeah, all the lights and just like. Yeah, just everything and it's i doubt that it's wesley i think it's angela being like the competitive one and being like no we're gonna do this oh, and probably. then, but then wesley, wesley is the income yeah so <laughs> so like she uses it to her advantage for sure that's gotta be how it is i mean if someone wants to write a wolpez christmas fic like we won't complain either and any fix like please send them our way because we always need fanfics to read Especially going on a three-week hiatus. Like, why not? Yeah. Sorry, everyone is, like, going on on Twitter about this Ashley thing. And, like, they're saying that, like, she's, like, watching, like, Chenford or something. And I'm like, that is some Lifetime movie shit. I don't want that on the rookie. No, I'm thinking, like... like, I'm thinking, like, how, like, Lucy was watching Tim and Rachel on the day... (laughs) See, that would be that would be more my speed i don't want that it to would be, be like something weird and like... that would be a hilarious parallel oh my god that would the last time it was binoculars too because the last time it was lucy watching tim and her friend on a date and they weren't like on shift and then this time it would be tim and lucy on the shift and ashley is watching her watching them yep that would be okay, great i kind of want that <laughs> that's good i like that wouldn't mind it yeah so then Janine had sent us um, a long like DM after the episode had aired. Um, and she had said that Nyla trying to be all cordial, but at the same time trying to dig up stuff on Donovan and Penelope was awesome. Um, and when her investigator told her that Donovan was so boring that he's charging her double, that was a great line. Um, she really had to do everything sh- to keep uh, Lila. And it turned out that it was Donovan's choice to break up with Penelope. So that was good. Um, she liked John and Nyla working together. She loves their banter. Same. Like, I missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she said that Wesley planted that bug and they used walkie-talkies when he first walked in. And he had the bug on. So why wasn't it infected then? I My guess is that, like, he hadn't turned on the bug yet. Like, he just had his wire. Activated. Yeah. And, like, wires usually don't mess with that. But, like, maybe when he put the bug under the rug, like, flipped it on because, you know, it probably had to, like, be turned on. And then that's when 
the static came in i don't know yeah i'm not good with technology in that way in the slightest i would have absolutely no idea how any of that works i mean i know like other radio channels i use walkie talkies at my work um quite often and so i know we get like static and other Uh like channels that come in over hours and we have to switch it but i don't know if like yeah different kinds of interference so yeah i know know that like a few of my old jobs we used like the little like walkie talkies with the head with the earpieces and we would have static from other source like in the same strip mall mm-hmm. so um but yeah she said that was a little question that was bugging her and she said but thank goodness that gray came in when he did um and she th- she really thinks that he would protect them all at all costs i mean he would gray's literally like just the best he's the best um and she said then abril came back and finished everyone she was shocked by that and she thought she was dead too um i i remember her kind of escaping so yeah but i just didn't think out of all the people it would have like come back i was not expecting that i also like she she was kind of a big player and all that but like not as big as La Fiera. So I was more like focused on La Fiera, I guess. Um, and then she kind of loves the fact that Angela, Wesley, and Jackson are safe as long as the LAPD doesn't go after Abril and Guatemala. Yep. And she said, and finally, Elijah is done. And then that was it for the Wesley and Angela stuff. And then she had uh, put in her thoughts on Bailey and Nolan. Um, and she said Bailey is married question mark but exclamation mark um, and she said no one seemed so happy thinking of proposing and even got Henry's permission and then finds out this um, she thinks that this is going to be a blowout with them oh probably yeah um, probably to the point where like they break up and then at some point they come back together I don't know yeah. they've had that before so I wouldn't put it past them um, she also said, oh, Tamara, how I love your mind. And she threw Smitty right under the bus. Um, mm-hmm. She said she was laughing so much with that. And that it makes up for the tears with Chunford. Yeah. yeah. Um, she said, first, can somebody explain to me how Lucy was at the house? Did Tim ask her? Did Jenny ask her? And if things are that serious with Ashley, that that he's spending nights with her as previewed in the next episode then why wasn't she there i don't know i must have missed something in this promo apparently i have to go watch it again because i'm still not getting where everyone is automatically thinking is that ashley's in the promo tim could have spent the night with ashley it's definitely tim in that clip though with her like they cut away from it so fast but like Mm -hmm who else would it be like john nolan i don't i don't think so it's tim no idea i don't know i'm going with the thought that like lucy was asked by jenny to come and then like when tim got there he saw that jenny was there or that lucy was there yeah yeah but then like also like yeah but also like tim didn't think to invite ashley like yeah they could be serious but he doesn't want her to know about his family life yet 
Yeah, like, I don't... I mean, it's a new thing. Yeah. It's the newest relationship for him, regardless of how serious right. it is. So. It's not like they've been dating for six months or, like, a year. No. Um. Yeah, so, I don't know. That's my thought. No. But... Um, Janine also asks, like, where's Mama Bradford? And then also poor Tim, that he kept that secret of his father's affair for all of those years and found out his dad was covering for his mistress's crime of shooting her abusive husband. He could protect, Tom could protect the mistress, but couldn't protect him. And said, no, he abused him instead. That part got me. I was like, wow, I can't. Oh, that just hurt. Um, and then she said, when Tim walked out and told Lucy that the tin tusks don't make him anything like his father, she, she had tears rolling down her face um, and wanted to reach into the TV and hug him. Yes. Okay, his eyes got watery twice while he was talking to his dad. And then Angela's eyes got watery in this episode, too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can we not hurt them? Yeah. Please. I mean, I know that this is drama, but like, there's good comedy in this too. Can we not hurt them? Um, so then, yeah. So, she, so Janine said another parallel to 401 with the Chenford hug. Tim told Lucy to come here in 401, and now she's done it in 409. Tim has to open his eyes and see that Lucy is the woman for him, especially for everything she's done for him. And Jenny, I love her. I so wanted her to say, "When you come for the holidays, bring Lucy." same i kind of thought that she would say something oh my god that's so cute right i'm dying oh i just love it i hope like that lucy will join and then everyone can just like pet kojo until their heart's content because i miss that dog yes i just know that lucy would like have like she would try and get close to his nephews big time for sure i don't know i know that like we weren't really sure if jenny is like gonna come back and stuff but i hope that she does yeah i hope so too i mean the rookie is good for like bringing back like old characters like we mentioned before so i'm really hoping that they bring jenny back somehow yeah and not to be a criminal in a case please i don't need that no um but yeah that's that's it for this episode oh my god that was <laughs> so intense mm-hmm. five storylines yep. yeah um so yeah i mean you guys can find us on twitter at the shop talk pod underscore or email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts our dms are open um you know i mean we're here like you know if you guys want to talk like we're good we can talk about anything so um you guys can find us individually on twitter as well i'm at jstark804 and i'm at carrie hyman so yeah like we mentioned uh earlier we're gonna be back next week with our friend nikki she's been on the show before covering Mm -hmm. for both of us Mm -hmm. um and we're going to cover the season one finale and the season two premiere. Yeah. So that'll be fun. It's going to be intense with feelings. 
Oh, for sure. And I'm curious to know how long our podcast episode is going to go for that one. Because not only are we just covering one episode and we're going to have like three people on, but we're covering two episodes. Yeah. So you made it work for 210 and 211, though. So I think that's true. We did this time around. We did. Um, yeah, so then T Public is also having a site-wide sale with everything up to 30% off um, for the holidays. It ends the 19th. Um, so if you've got, like, if you want some rookie merch, check out our store. Um, there's some fun designs up there. And yeah, get your merch. Um, other than that, we'll be back next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Go get them, boo.